Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape. Then where the pod? Welcome back, everybody, to Star Wars Escape Pod. We have Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back commentary track for you guys. So uh, while you're waiting, in the next two minutes here, we're gonna sync up and uh, watch the film together, and you get to listen to us chat about uh, the film as we uh, go through it. So uh, prep those Disney Plus pages, or uh, pop that Blu-ray in the Xbox, or whatever you got going on, and uh, we're going to uh, watch this film, this classic. And I have the crew of the Escape Pod with me today to help me out, and I'm going to introduce them in just a bit. But uh, let's take a listen to this classic trailer for Empire Strikes Back. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo rescued the princess, destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. Creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. The continuing story of our band of heroes, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Chewbacca. And introducing Lando Calrissian. It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains. They cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. Galactic Odyssey against oppression. A big new sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy, next summer. Another happy landing. All right, welcome back, Blake and Reed. Hey, man, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's fun being back, dude. No, always good to have you guys back. So what did you think of that classic trailer? 
I thought it was really funny to listen to with no visuals and just trying to fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good like point. we've seen the movies enough times that we kind of know roughly what they're going to be inserting into those kind of clips. Right. Cause like, obviously in the romance, when they say like romance, like it's going to be like Han and Leia and they're like in the Falcon when they're in the asteroid belt. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. we don't actually see anything. So it's kind of funny. They're just like romance and then awkward pause. Yeah. Action! Just hear like an explosion. <laughs> to unknown <laughs> worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, I love some of that old that old classic trailer talk because uh, you know it's just like it, it. It really, honestly, when you watch this movie today, it holds up so well. And I think it's it's really easy to forget that this movie is forty years old as of this year. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, so uh, I don't know about you there, uh, uh, Blake, but uh, we, uh, <laughs> Reed and I, and uh, who else was it that went with us? We went to the theater and, and saw the, the Empire Strikes Back in the theater for the 40th anniversary. It was Wes, I think, it was I West. think right? Did AJ come with us? Uh, no, I don't I th- know if he I think did he that may time. Have not. Yeah, I think it was just the three of us there, yeah. but um, it was pretty cool. I think I did, I did send you a, a text, uh, Blake, but you were actually busy. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was great. Uh, it was, it was a good, it, they're actually bringing it back again. They, I think that it recently, it came out in the theater again, just, uh, with a special new 40th anniversary poster and, and all that stuff. Oh, and yeah. Cool. So it's pretty cool. Right so I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind going again if it's only like five bucks, but, uh, you know. yeah, I definitely, yeah. even for a higher price and I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay premium, but I would consider going for a pretty decent value. Yeah, I would do that again too. It's fun because it's like, yeah, it's like my, like for me, it's like my favorite Star Wars movie. And at that, like when we went and saw it, that was the first time I had ever even seen it in a theater. And so I just think it's really cool being able to experience it. Yeah. Like I thought it was pretty cool being able to experience it in theater. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's an IMAX or anything like that, but just seeing it on a big screen is just, you know, it's fun. wanted to re-experience classic radio once again well the all-time radio comedy time machine and the yesteryear all-time radio podcasts are there for you across the internet to do just that with the classic jack benny series and the cbs radio mysteries we're here to bring classic radio to life so search us up and enjoy the rest of the show would you guys would you guys walked out of the theater did you go past the lineup people going in and be like Wow, I can't believe Darth Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yeah, they that, did in 1980. That, that, would be, that would be so great if there was a lineup because uh, with the whole COVID thing, uh, there's no overlap between right. showings, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, it's it's actually quite a nice experience because you go in and it's only 50 people, very like tops, right, per per screening room. And uh, and that's and that's to say they're only operating like two out of like the giant, you know, theater that they have there. So uh, it's very quiet and you go in and, and there's people like just two rows behind you and, and then, you know, 10 seats to the out. right of you. So it's super spread out. Yeah, there's people everywhere, like kind of in their own little pockets of, of the room. So, I mean, if you were to whisper in the person next to you's ear, uh, even if it was like pitch silence in the room, like nobody else would hear you because they're they're too far away. Right. 
but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty nice. Like it was, it was a, it was a nice way to watch any kind of movie. I don't like sitting in packed theaters. Yeah, it was just because like, like you have like an odd number of seats. There's like one extra seat at the end, and you end up being the guy yeah. that's by some rando. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know about you guys, older. but like, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about you guys, but like, I just hate the sound of all the the, the popcorn crinkling and like the candy wrappers and people like opening. Oh, the, yeah, you know, they're 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 smuggled in pop cans. You and, get that one guy at the back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, like every yeah, single exactly. scene, the, bit, the slightest bit of humor. Yep, yep, exactly. It's another guy it's, on their phone the whole movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, or that one person on their seat. phone. Oh, oh, dude. That's oh. always. Oh it's my it's gosh. usually when you have a, yeah. a, a younger a younger viewer behind you. That's that's usually when, when that, that goes down, when you get the bumps. The bumps man, I hate back. having to turn around to give someone the stink eye. Like, come on, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, yeah, see, I've tried to do that in the dark. Like, when it comes to, like, people in the row in front of me, that's kind of like a couple seats over. I've tried to, like, glare at them to see if they, like, get that feeling. Hey, somebody's watching me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but nope, nope. They're so busy on their phone they just don't care and then yeah. you know something on the movie happens they're just they're just yeah that's how it is so, these days nobody cares no. i've always wanted to in a very dark scene where there or if there's like a lot of action going on i've always wanted to like throw a piece of popcorn at them <laughs> or at, at, at the phone so that like it like bounces off the screen but Maybe just, i don't know dude yeah, yeah. that be a 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no knowing knowing me though it'd probably end up somewhere else that's yeah, I was like gonna say land on the worse. back of, like some like super ripped bald guy's head bounce off the top yeah. <laughs> or like Gosh. in their ear or, like, in, in their know, beard down some woman's shirt <laughs> something like <Classic>. that <laughs> yeah 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 super you know classic. what you do then dude you get like a little you bring a little straw with you and like a piece of paper and you do spitballs more, more accurate, more range. I'm giving oh, the geez. audience some really bad ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd probably have people running out reporting you for oh uh, spitting gosh. COVID at them or something like that. Right? <laughs> He's back COVID at me. So gross. Oh gosh. Oh man. But overall, seeing Empire Strikes Back in the theaters was a, was a good experience. Yes. yes, it was. It was awesome, and and I mean, like like you, I'd never seen it in the in the theater before, mm-hmm. like that scale. And I mean, it's the same movie, but it's just yeah. it's just nice to actually see it the way it's it's was made to be presented. Yeah, yeah. it that was cool. I, I don't think I've seen all of them in theaters. Like I've seen the originals, and then yeah. uh, I missed Phantom Menace until they did the 3D release. Hmm. I never actually went to see the 3D release, but what? I should have. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. you could have went costume. The Phantom Menace. I, yeah, I know. I just, I, 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 I should have. I just didn't want to. I don't know. Like at the time, uh, it wasn't. Uh, I believe it was a full price ticket still. Yeah, it was. Like, I wasn't. Just George was still milking it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it, it's it makes and you know it actually made a ton of money from that launch as well. But it was the I should have gone because it was the only one it to was. actually end up being released in 3D before Disney canceled yep. all the other ones being exactly released in 3D. What and and now you can only watch the prequels in 3D at uh, conventions and um, and uh, stuff like that because uh, it's they just didn't want to make it a, a public thing I guess so they Weird. just saved it and they're like eh, we're not gonna bother with the theater we're just gonna save these and uh, you know show them at Star Wars celebrations so and, strange you know fan expo they were gonna do whatever. all six at one point 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I they were. The, so they only got through the first three, but um, but yeah, all six of them were originally planned to be revamped. And uh, funnily enough, special, the, special, uh, special editions, the edits. Yeah, actually. And this is what's really interesting. What I found out recently is that episode four on Disney Plus is ever so slightly different than episode four on Blu-ray. And the reason, oh, really? uh, the yeah, and the reason for this is because the original trilogy was designed was uh, uh, had a revamped copy done for the 3D release, I believe, okay. and uh, ended up not coming out. But that same edit is now used on uh, as the latest one on, yeah. on Disney Plus. So is that some cool. sort of so minor audio change? The official one. That's now the official one. Yeah, I think it's the oh, only other one. Oh, everybody's got to buy a new copy. That's the thing. You can't. You can't buy it because it's it's on uh, it's on Disney Plus, right? So you just got to oh subscribe goodness. up until until they release like a, a like a 4K. Actually, you know what? Uh, they are they did re-release the the movies recently in that Skywalker Saga box set with all them in 4K or whatever. So right. it's possible that it could be. Uh, eligible for purchase now but um but yeah originally it was like when disney plus launched and episode four <laughs> went on there it was like a slightly different version yeah. so it's well, funny is yeah. i could totally see bob Iger, like disney ceo like changing it slightly or like we're using that as the official one and then oh yeah he would just like yeah. go home to his his personal like dvd library at night and he would have the only official copy of, of, of Phantom oh, in the entire world. It's like one shot with his face like comped in the background somewhere. Oh man. He, he would just, that's so, that's yeah. something I would want to do. He's basically a droid, so yeah. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> well, um, I did, uh, there was an article I found online recently. I don't know if you guys want to do it before or after, but it was like some five interesting things you might not know about Mustafar facts and I, I, I or Mustafar I don't know how you want to pronounce it but um yeah it was I thought it was interesting because it kind of I was thinking about Rogue One right and uh yeah. you know and, and that happened. we just yeah which was only two weeks back or whatever that we watched that so I thought it was more or less um Relevant. kind of appropriate yeah. yeah and also we're gonna be seeing a lot of Darth Vader in this movie so makes sense um I don't know so did you want to go through now or well, first of all, for the record, I want to say that I feel like we should go with uh, Mustafar instead of Mustafar because I think it's <laughs> a little bit more musty on Mustafar than it is Musi. <laughs> you could be Moose there, you never know. Go up, go up north, be some lava moose. <laughs> I think I think Palpatine, Maybe the Palpatine moose says it as Mustafar. Mustafar. The moose has gone too far. Yeah, no, I think Palpatine. Palpatine actually says uh, Moose Mustafar. I think. Right, well, I guess it's Palpatine Selva. Yeah. I've, I've always heard Mustafar. I've always heard that too, but you know, I mean, it strikes Mustafar. me as more musty than Moosey, but you know, whatever. Yeah, change their own. Gungans, Gungans, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Really, Gungans, Gungans, Gungans. I'm gonna call them Gungans now. <laughs> I call them Gungans too because I think it's funny. It's like there's one clip of George saying Gungans. I've called them Gungans. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, That's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Fact number one the planet was once green and lush. Uh, Mustafar wow. is small, yeah, slightly smaller than Mercury in our own solar system. Wow. 
and eons ago the surface was scarred by wasn't scarred by lava field and toxic grasses the verdant world was stripped of life when lady corvax a force sensitive ruler of mustafar uh, misused an ancient artifact for personal gain, unleashing destruction on the planet. The planet transformed into a wasteland. And if you're already intrigued, you'll uncover even more about the planet's history in ILMX Labs Vader Immortal VR series. So they added all these extra points so that they could product placement? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, this is probably one of the first time Josh has read an article about Star Wars where I've already known most of what the article is talking about. That's already. true, yeah. <laughs> read those so. comics, or, or no, not even that. It was from the, the games that... The it was, from, it was from the games, yeah. yeah. Well, I uh, you read the comic books that, that I had here, yeah. and then, and then uh, you also played through all three uh, Vader Immortal. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, one time, so, it's like, let's let's relish this moment, guys. <laughs> the one time I'm actually going to understand everything that Josh is talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Josh, is it's that pretty, the one that, is that the game that we did when we were... The, the uh, no, that was uh, that was Secrets of the Empire down in uh, down in the states, but uh, okay. at the void. But uh, but the 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 Vader Immortal stuff is the one that I keep telling you to come over and try. Yeah, and uh, I forget yeah. if you've if you've tried one of them or not. But uh, at some point, you got to try them. Uh, I highly recommend it. Because it's the VR. It's like a forty. Right? It's like a yeah. forty-five minute thing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's on my headset, and I don't know if you haven't played through them though. You should you should uh, you should swing by and. Yeah. And play through those because they're great. Yeah. Um, it's like it's awesome. forty-five minutes a piece, right? More or less. Yeah, yeah. It's like forty-five minutes of like canon Star Wars. You know, you're like you're role playing as a character that ends up on Mustafar, and uh, you end up in Vader's fortress. And there's a whole story that takes place over three consecutive episodes. That sounds cool. I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. I'll it also ties in. We, we can upgrade it too. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I can't believe you still haven't done that. Um, Trust me, sir. I can uh, procrastinate like no other. Oh, man. Tell me about it. Uh, so number two, Vader's castle was designed by an ancient Sith Lord uh, named Maumin. Oh, so he didn't do uh, it himself. No. In the quality rare for a Sith, Maumin preferred to use the Force to create rather than destroy, desiring to invoke primal fear and true pain with the things he made. In the years before any hint of rebellion, Emperor Palpatine gave his apprentice Vader Maumin's helmet as he embarked on uh, to claim Mustafar for his own. Uh, Maumin's spirit inhabited the artifact and would make itself known to Lord Vader. The ancient ar architect designed Fortress Vader, or Vader's castle, on top of a Sith cave. Beyond serving as a place for Darth Vader to meditate and heal, the fortress on the Gehen Plains had a secret purpose, to harness the powerful dark side energies of the planet. But a Sith should never be trusted. Uh, so that was also from the Darth Vader comics, I think, okay. that you read. There. I vaguely remember yep. that. Oh, yeah. All of that stuff yeah. was in those, uh, or at least what, that one comic that that came up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, native Mustafarians live under the planet's surface. While we've seen two races of Mustafarians working as lava miners on the surface of uh, in Darth Vader comic book series as well as Revenge of the Sith, we've never seen the planet's inhabitants living in the dark caves below until Vader Immortal. These clans survive in the massive caverns below the Fury Lava Fields. Uh, a lore master and priestess serve as the Mustafarians below 
and they're well-versed in their planet's history. These Mustafarians have a hint of Vader's true motives, but they're going to need some help to stop him. So that's directly out of the Vader Immortal series again. Um, yeah, kind of cool. Uh, the surface of Mustafar isn't completely lifeless, even long after Darth Vader is gone. So there's that scene with Kylo Ren on his search for the uh, the Wayfinder device, yeah. and that apparently, I guess, was Mustafar. Like, I didn't realize that until after the movie. Yeah, they didn't show it for you uh, well. That was supposed to be Mustafar. Yeah, they really didn't do a great job at making it clear that, that was Mustafar. Um, but, I mean... The they had trees in that in that scene and and Wait, uh, that I scene guess... was Mustafar the opening scene with Kylo Ren and <laughs> yes yes it was yeah, yes it was oh my god I'm pretty god. sure it was J J Abrams wanting to pull far as possible away from looking like Episode Three or Rogue One or anything like that like I'm pretty sure it's he like was a, like just different part of the planet is that what, what the heck uh, maybe but I don't just know just I mean, like upset about that movie than I needed to be. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I don't even want to get into it now. Yeah, but, the, <laughs> all right, next one. What's the next uh, thing? <laughs> called colonists, uh, called the uh, Alismech Protect of the Forest of Corvax Fen and Memory of Darth Vader. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> called Al, called the Alismech. Can you English protect. that harder for us so we understand? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. The bog of ash and Iowa trees where Kylo Ren unleashes his fury in episode nine is known as Corvax Fen. Uh, yes, that Corvax, uh, the Corvax from Vader Immortal. Uh, the bog is said to be soaked in Lady Corvax's tears. Uh, and uh, there's that something called One Sect, the Alismech of Winsit stands in Ren's way. They've sworn to protect... Oh, okay, it's like that... The group of uh, villagers or whatever that he's ripping apart in there. Uh, they've sworn to protect the ruins of Vader's castle and the ground near it. Kylo Ren strikes them down without mercy. So, interesting. But uh, more appropriately to this movie, the final final bonus fun fact is Mustafar was created during the concept art stage for Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back by Ralph McQuarrie. That's so, good. Was it an alternate yeah. between the planets? Was it like alternate Hoth or something? uh yeah i i think it was it was something it must have been something like that um from a different draft of empire yeah i mean uh, it was uh let me just read through this really quick uh yeah mccrory working on designs for the second star wars movie devised a dark castle on a lava planet uh the concept was later refined by doug chang for rogue one a star wars story Hmm. um yeah, Rolf McQuarrie actually drew quite a few small thumbnail sketches that were very intriguing. They were kind of like angular versions of a tower. And I saw potential where it was, he was growing. I just exaggerated that quite a bit. So, yeah, and he stole um, a lot of the design from the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the design team built upon the idea that the Sith cave beneath the fortress that McQuarrie had also devised years ago uh, we took that idea and thought, okay, well, maybe the lower levels of Vader's castle, there's more an ancient part that he actually built his castle on the foundation of an ancient structure, right. which ends up being the structure that uh, these native Mustafarians live in, uh, in the, underneath the planet's surface. So, hmm. um, yeah, all very interesting stuff. Uh, and uh, it all. Do you think it might have been for the the alternate draft for Empire? That it it, it might have been had written it, before uh, New Hope did well. Because you know, he, uh, he wrote two different sequels, depending on if it did well in theaters or not. 
And the was one, this the? Are you talking about? Eye. Yeah, the book, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So I actually, I actually don't know if if Mustafar is in that book or not. There's something similar, Lava Planet. Because it, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure because I've actually never read it before. Okay, I, I, I actually yeah. I haven't read it, but I've researched it because it was actually really interesting. Because that was based mm. on an alternate draft to a sequel, and in that, yeah. Luke and Leia aren't siblings, and they they fall in love, and they're being pursued by. Uh, by Darth Vader while mm-hmm. trying to find a crystal that controls the force. Something like that. Hmm. Yeah, and that's actually where the original term Kyber Crystal came from, was from that book. Oh, okay. That's what Interesting. Things came out of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's right. super weird. It's almost like, like a... Oh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Twilight Zone version of Star Wars. That, that book. Yeah, very okay. Okay, I got you. Uh, very like kind of creepy and yeah. And like alternate mm. dimensiony. Like everything is the same but different. Yeah. Didn't they get? Rid I'll of have that to ride? check it out at some point. Yeah, they did. They, they, tr- they replaced it with the uh, like the Guardians, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy ride. ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same ride. It's just they've redecorated it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, if you guys are ready to start the movie, then uh, then I'm good for it too. So uh, let's do the countdown here. I was born uh, ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one. Punch it. You know the title, title crawl? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Star Wars. Star Wars, Episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back. You know, I like in the opening crawl too, like it tells you this isn't going to be like an uplifting movie. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just looking at the title, right? They're, yeah, like Empire in- Strikes Back. It is a dark time for the rebellion. That pretty much sums up this whole movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of one of the things that like, I don't know the word for it, like, amuses me, I guess, is that this is my favorite of all the Star Wars movies, but it's also, like, technically the sequel. And, I mean, personally, in most movie franchises, like, in my experience, the sequel has always been, like, out of, like, a trilogy. Yeah, has been, like, the worst of the three. Like The only two that I think stand out, uh, like, are being different, is this, the original trilogy, and uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy as well. Yes. Towers. Yeah. Mm. 
No Last Jedi? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but speak. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, watch your language in this. Uh, he rode with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Be oh, gone man. with him. <laughs> Be gone with him. <laughs> so good. Man, it's so crazy. They actually went to like like Greenland or whatever and like filmed all this in the middle of an Arctic. Yeah. It's pretty Dude, nuts. Greenland like, is like to take all that like i can't even imagine how much that would have cost them oh, to do all nuts. of that there yeah it was like, just like uh, freezing cold if your stories was just it was just ridiculous like film like every other day because it was like negative 50 yeah there was uh there was one thing i was reading about some of the shots that uh mark hamill did with the 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 tauntaun yeah. and uh, the wampa and stuff and they filmed that like less than a hundred yards away from like the front of the lodge that they were staying at. Okay. So it just goes to show like how in the middle of nowhere yeah, they yeah, actually were. Yeah. Exactly that they could yeah, step out of the lodge filming, like, and through just through the door. Yeah, yeah, through the door, just <laughs> yeah, like freaking like it just endless like snow and yeah, it's crazy. Something that they don't allude to very well is the time gap between here and a new hope. Because you basically just hear yes. this. Uh, Luke has become like more of a commanding position, and he's one of mm-hmm. their best pilots. But it doesn't really tell you the actual time. They, yeah, they don't tell you in the film. But I guess if you look at the whole uh, timeline, they've kind of established that I, it I'm takes place people three years later. Watching this for the first time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid watching this for this for the first time, like I didn't know enough to like care or be able to like for that to register for me really i was just like oh these are the heroes like it's perfectly natural that they're all like high-ranking like you know leading the rebellion at this point right but Mm. like yeah that's a good point because are they is he like a captain now or a general or something i don't know he's red leader yeah he's that's uh, right squadron he's commander i think he's commander skywalker yeah Yeah. and then oh yeah is han solo a captain at this point he was a captain but I think he's uh, yeah he's captain. They, refer, they don't refer to him as general yet, yeah, not till the next one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah okay, that's the, the last one. one. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, in in fact, when I think about it, when you when you watch most of the Star Wars films, it's very few of them that actually give you context for how long it's been since the last movie. Yeah, and uh, maybe that was yeah, so, like supposed to be very episodic. Like, it, it, yeah, I think that's the idea. Almost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Could you screen uh, your screen for a second? I just want to make sure I'm in the right spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. That's so close. I'm like five seconds early. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Let me just turn this into a dick so fast. Oh, no, it's hilarious. Oh Emotions better be a dick. Yeah. Like the, 
the quote-unquote romance between him and Leia is just hilarious because it's like it's basically this romance is him venting his frustration about still being in this movie. He's like, "Dang it! I thought this was going <laughs> to be a freaking movie, and now I'm back here and I have to pretend like I love this chick and blah blah blah." <laughs> like it's just yeah. We should look up some interviews for uh, Harrison Ford right after uh, Star Wars did really really well. And it became like his massive franchise. And just see how pissed off he is that it. Became... <laughs> now he's famous for this guy with his giant pet dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got his career now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He seems to have lightened up, like, on the whole Star Wars fandom, though, because he used to be pretty. Well, negative. That's, I think Disney sat him down and said that he's kind of had to. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure if you pay anyone enough money, they'll be willing to say just about anything. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think with old age, he's just kind of, kind of softened up a bit. Dementia setting, and he can't remember the bad parts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Never watched it like in the first place. Yeah. Well, the deal was, if um, this is what I read online. So I don't know if it's totally true. It might be a rumor, but he he agreed to do the new Star Wars films in exchange for getting another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, yeah, like I hope I hope they do that before he dies because that info came out like years ago. Yeah, this was way back, right? Like yeah. before yeah. Uh, Force Awakens even came out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how did you guys feel about the fourth Indiana Jones movie, The Crystal Skull? I don't like hate it, but I mean it's it's not my favorite. That's yeah. for sure. No. Honestly, for me, the issues weren't the the base film story. Yeah, the issues for me were the weird friggin' CG and like kitty stuff they added. I thought it was a great movie until it became about aliens, and then I was kind of like, "Oh, really?" See, okay. I actually, I didn't mind that because, like, if you actually look into the skull stuff, it's actually kind of cool. You know, oh yeah, that's, that's theoretically true. possible. And yeah. they also like based uh, one every movie on on like a particular set of of uh, of like religious background, yeah. right? That's right. So like, yeah, that's this true. one was geared for some sort of As- Scientology yeah. thing. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. South American, Josh. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's about, like, it's like Aztec, like, uh, or like yeah, Mayan. Aztec or Mayan <laughs> civilization. <laughs> Yeah, Scientology, you know, ancient Aztecs, same, same. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's about aliens, so yeah. I'm like, he's not True. totally wrong. That's so funny. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe Scientologists use the Mayans as a, yeah. as a background oh, or something. Quick, quick comment about this. So I don't, I can't remember if this is true or not, but I think if you have like even like a small cut and then you're hung upside down for long enough, it can actually kill you. Oh wow! Just from like blood draining through the yeah, like, just from like that. Because I don't know if it's like yeah, the gravity and the blood pressure you, or something you pass like that. Out. And you I know pass out at first. Head wounds bleed more than anywhere else. Yeah, because your body's always pumping blood towards the brain. Yeah, I've always liked that they added in those scenes with the wampa. Yeah, well, what's funny? Oh, you mean the new scenes? Yeah, these scenes right here. Yeah, Yeah. like that that scene, and yeah, Yeah, all the scenes where you see the full Wampa uh, is uh, is all added in the special editions. Oh no way! Well, I think what happened was they didn't have a whole lot of time to do it properly the original time because that's right. 
They didn't uh, have the full costume or the budget. Well, they added George added it after I think everything else was already planned because he needed an excuse to why Mark Hamill now had scarring on one side of his face because what happened was in between A New Hope and the filming of Empire Strikes Back, Mark Hamill was in a really bad car accident and he actually had to have facial reconstruction surgery on one side of his face. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. George's excuse to why he looks different was he gets hit in the face with a wampa. <laughs> It honestly, like, I, I hardly see any difference at all. You like, have to look face. for it. Like, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. The other like, thing is... the scars and stuff. I just didn't know the that that, that was why. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason. What's funny is just film in general, a lot of shots just get flipped. Like, like uh, screen left becomes screen right, right? Yeah. So the mm-hmm. scars and stuff will all move around. And then, like, you can really see with R2-D2 as well because he's got a asymmetrical design. Sometimes he'll, his uh, front will be reversed. Oh, that's so interesting. That's another thing to look for with a scarring. It's not really consistent. Dang. Yeah, nowadays they would probably fix that, but back then they'd, they'd be like no we'll just or the amount of money they're making off this movie like yeah no man they still do that editors just like wild west Shit. lots of yeah. movies too it'll just be random <laughs> okay What's the point of lowering your voice if you're gonna like stare intensively? <laughs> yeah. I always found that part super awkward. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say though, he does have a fabulous mustache. I was just so thinking good. that. <laughs> like, I was gonna comment on it too. Reverence I mean, of my lost brother, Bryce. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, great minds think alike. That's right. Just enamored by these mustaches from the original well, trilogy. Yeah, dude, they're just so like outstanding. Like I don't really see anything like that anymore. It's almost don't you disappointing. Mean moose, mustaches. My dad mustache. had a mustache like that once. <laughs> before the dark times, before the empire, before the shaver. Oh man. And they do such a good job, just making it feel like a total wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Greenland, honestly, is kind of a total wasteland. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it's, it's not hard to, you know, just show it as it is. Yeah. Like, to my knowledge, like, the people, like, for the people that live there, they pretty much, like, stick to the coast because that's the only place where, like, they yeah. can get access to anything. Yeah, I believe that. I was just reminded, Josh, of that one time we were playing Battlefront 2 in the uh, co-op mode or whatever, and I spent oh, the yeah. whole match on the Tauntaun. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the least efficient way we could possibly win, and we still held the objectives the entire game. <laughs> man, that was awesome. Just, oh man, 
so great. The Hoth map is really a great map for like sniping people on. Oh yeah. Like I think I just had a pistol. Like it forces you to have a pistol, so I'm riding around on the back of a Tauntaun with a pistol and just like blasting stormtroopers as they <laughs> try to yeah. try to mess us up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that Tauntaun's missing a nail, I think, isn't it? Oh, oh no, that's no, just, just its <laughs> gibbled hands. Such a quotable line. Oh, have yeah. you guys okay, have you guys seen uh, the Revenant? On the outside. Yeah. Yeah, we've actually talked yeah. about it on this podcast before. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, have we? <laughs> I guess we must have. But yeah, we have. This, yeah. this just reminded me of that scene where he crawls into the horse or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh so yeah. I, I think maybe was, the Revenant. The yeah. Revenant was probably inspired off of this movie. Oh, they had to, yeah, they had to have ripped it off from this for sure. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars inspires like so much. Well, the Revenant's today. based off of a true story. I don't know about that scene with the horse or whatever, but right. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was. Because yeah, Hugh Glass was a real person, and he yeah he got a like. Attacked by a bear and left for dead, basically. I don't know if right. he, at any point if he crawled into a dead horse, but. Man, this is such a cool design, these snow speeders. It's oh, like... dude. Yeah, it's My so favorite, good. probably, if I had to choose like a Star Wars toy like mm -hmm. that I would want like forever, this is the one. <laughs> dude, I've got, I've got, I got two of these in Lego. Oh, man. Jeez, man you one of them. I One of them bet. came with uh, my my Hoth like set, which is, has like the Echo oh, the base, base like main yeah. doors and everything. And then one of them just came like as a standalone, uh, as a gift, like years earlier before I got the other one. Yeah, um, it's yeah, funny to they, see the change of the snow speeder Legos though. They just it's like it's bigger, 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 and then way smaller. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, people will still buy so this for the, like obnoxious amounts of money, even if we make it smaller. So. I remember well, advertising for the originals uh, back in the nineties. What, what's interesting about the snow speeders is that the rebellion goes on to Space use them diaper. as uh, as uh, sand speeders on Jakku, like in the in the final battle. Oh, that's oh, so I, I actually did not know that. That's pretty so cool. yeah. so funny story. So I guess Josh, you've never played Rogue Squadron, but in the Nintendo sixty four game Rogue Squadron, where you're playing as uh, like wedge and stuff in rogue squadron there's actually a number of missions where you use uh speeders and stuff because like that game mostly takes place oh, unlike man. star wars squadrons uh, it doesn't like take place in space basically because i guess of the technology limitations that they had being a yeah. Know, yeah. nintendo but, game yeah right. i remember this game and that the level on hoth was so stupidly hard oh it's so hard like the the controls to yeah. like do the wrap the cables around yeah, the ATATs were trying to fly brutal. Like yeah. oh my gosh! Like there was so many times I would rage quit. Like yeah. I would get so frustrated. <laughs> I used to like go to my yeah. buddy's place before hockey practice every night. Like we, I'd leave school and go to his place, and we tried to beat that level for so long. We started first few levels no problem. We got to there, we never got past it. Played for like a yeah. month. Oh, we could not get past brutal. that part. We just gave yeah. up. We couldn't even figure out what the actual control was to launch the harpoon. So just like button mash until it works, and then you yeah. try so hard to like like curve because but the camera just moves too fast and you just, you lose it every time. Oh, it's yeah, it was brutal.
I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually. I remember playing Rogue Squadron a bunch, but I never actually beat that game because I would always get stuck on the ATAT <laughs> levels. It's awful. Yeah. Bryce did tell me about a couple months back that he went and replayed through a bunch of the old 90s Star Wars games, and he did that one, and apparently that part was not very difficult, just once you figured out what the actual button was. He did not yeah. see, so it might have been a Oh, that's different. so funny. So it's just a flaw in the game, like telling you, like not telling you what button to press Yeah, I didn't right tell time. you, because the ship, there's so many ships, and they all had different controls, so they didn't put it in the handbook. Mm, got it. Man, if there's, PC, it if there's a PC copy of Rogue Squadron, I would buy that. I'd play that again. I, th- I, think, I think there is. Can, I think it I think might I be got, on Steam now. Yeah, I think I got on like Humble Bundle or whatever. Okay, I'm gonna look for that now. That's going. That's going on my reminders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really deceiving how big those those probe droids are. Yeah, because they look like they're like smaller than a human, but they're but they're not. actually like. It's supposed think, to be pretty big. Yeah, yeah, it's like three meters, I think. Or like, yeah, like they're they're over six feet tall. Yeah, it does not look that way from here, though. No, no, they're supposed to be pretty big, though. Yeah, because uh, I know they have kind of smaller ones uh, here and there throughout the empire, and um, of course, like the the character from uh, like Iden Versio from Battlefront, she's got a miniature one on her back, right? Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Those. Those are the. Those right there are the like the big guys that they that they send yeah. across the galaxy. And I think there was another game I remember playing on the Nintendo sixty four. It was like you you played as like a bounty hunter or something like that. Was it Star Wars Bounty Hunter? <laughs> no, it, <laughs> it was an old one. Like I don't even remember the bounty hunter's name or anything like that. But you fight at one point. You fight like. Oh like yeah, I know what you're talking about. And that game was super hard too. Yeah, I, I remember playing that game recently. Uh, it's like Star Wars, like dark something. Yeah, it it was a really dark game. Oh, <laughs> Dark Forces. Yeah, no, it wasn't Dark Forces. It was a different Dark. Dark Forces mm. was a PC. And you played as the knockoff on Solo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, dang it, we can't convince Harrison Ford to voice Han Solo, so we'll yeah, go with this other guy. Let's do this other <laughs> was, it, was, it, yeah. was it the first game that Dash Randar Dash Randar, that's him, yeah. That's the one. Dash Rander. Yeah, the Outrider. That's it, yeah. By the way, that guy... Uh, the guy with the mustache who Vader was talking to, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same guy in Indiana Jones, plays one of the Nazis. Wait, oh yeah, was he the yeah. guy that, that uh, gives them gives Indiana Jones the job? I can't remember. Someone he's in Indiana Jones anyway. <laughs> yeah, well that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's like some fan theories on like crossover. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like like Porkins and Eatery or whatever. His <laughs> yeah, name is. a bunch of guys got recasted in both. I mean, he's basically playing a Nazi right now, so it's not a hard transition yeah, true, to make. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I think this stretch. is the only good look at the X-wing suit before all the other stuff goes on top of. Yeah, oh, just yeah. the jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, just the jumpsuit jacket. Yeah, it's good for costuming. 
Why is it that none of the other movies just pull you into the world as much as the original trilogy? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that too much. I would say, like, this this real does a better job at, like, getting you connected to the characters. Yeah, I mean, just the world in general. Maybe it's the pacing. Because, like, it's it's quite a bit slower. So it's, like, it has a little more... The pacing is, yeah, but, like, the pacing is slower. There's yeah. something just so endearing about it. Yeah. I think, I think what's cool about this movie, too, is that, like, as the movie progresses, um, like, you're still following the core cast the characters and stuff like that but they're in different places experiencing like different things and so like yeah that's what's kind of cool about this movie is that like it's it doesn't you don't really get bored watching it because you're not just like sitting like you know following one person around like you know it switches between the chase and then uh, luke on dagobah and stuff like that and there's like between planets didn't really mean anything yeah And then, of course, I guess Vader, too, is sort of, even though he's the antagonist, like, you're experiencing a lot of stuff from, like, his perspective, too. It's true. yes thank you (laughs) thank you that i'm now your like go-to to get choked out (laughs) do not fill me again apparently for most of this movie carrie fisher was just like on coke (laughs) look at that guy two two fighters against a star destroyer (laughs) just so (laughs) bored yeah 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 that's too bad. <laughs> well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I love like Dave Filoni and, and like all the other Deborah Chow and like their appearance as X-Wing pilots in, yeah. in uh, the Mandalorian because they pull off like the same thing. They're like, well, is that a, is that an enemy, enemy ship over there? Yep. Think it is like, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, real whatever. Slow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, they're so bored, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep. She's <laughs> like just routine. All right, let's blow them up. Just okay. another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pew pew. The boob gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> no. So this is actually a new audio mix. The original voice for that line, First Transport is Away, was actually Mark Hamill in the original release. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I think, I don't know who does the new one, but I'd be willing to bet that it's Matthew Wood. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he does get to edit it, so why wouldn't he put himself in there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, second favorite Star Wars toy right here. <laughs> Robot camels. It basically, yeah. Dude, these like, things are so cool. I was obsessed with them as a kid. 
Oh yeah, man! Like yeah. completely. It's so funny too, though, because they're called an AT-AT, an yeah. all-terrain armored transport. But there's nothing all-terrain about them. Like they basically have to go across like completely flat Flaccid. ground. Yes. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, they're super cool. It's funny to think like that's the all-terrain, yet everything else that is used is like ships. Yeah. Yeah, it's it feels almost primitive, right? To like yeah. bring bring walkers to like a a, a speeder battle or something. Yeah, but you honestly, just yeah. Bring in a big ship. Yeah, uh, like any like literally any speeder <laughs> is more yeah. all terrain than those things are. So I know part of it is like they have to use ground transport because the shields, but yeah. Oh, I, I guess I guess they make a point as to say that their armor is like super heavy though. Like yeah, oh, yeah. These things are yeah. One thing I will say <laughs> though that I was disappointed with Star Wars Squadron so is that it's basically right now a space only game. I really hope that at some point they add like some sort of planet side stuff like this because i'd really love to because oh, yeah. to me that game is supposed mm. or at least the impression i was given is that it's the spiritual successor to rogue squadron so like i was surprised a little bit or at least i would hope that they do something like this where i can yeah. you know hop in a snow speed or something no oh, that'd be awesome no deck no deck Man, just the trench warfare too. Like this is such a big change coming from a new hope. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it really is, is the first like open battle that we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised they didn't redo that hologram in the special editions. <laughs> I don't mind it. I like a lot of the retro effects to be honest. Yeah. Oh really? I do, yeah. Wedge. Because honestly, they did a really amazing job. Like, especially like for the time. This is yeah. the first time. This is the highest quality effects that were at the time by a mile. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Cut shot, Jetson. Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy. I know, right? Like, I, mean, I, I did it. I finally did it. <laughs> Dude, this yeah. guy is us when we're playing Rogue Squadron. I did it. I harpooned it. <laughs> Uh, now, okay, now we just have to survive flying around it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. Oh, I detached it! Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah, you had to hit a button for that, too, and if you did it wrong, you just died. Yeah, dude, <laughs> for real. That was awful. Oh, look at that guy's Such chops. a struggle. Look at that guy's, those, that guy's mustache, eh? Like, Josh, so... <laughs> Before you hopped on, dude, Josh and I were talking about uh, like this game he was showing me that he was playing. And he was he was like, "Oh yeah, like it's kind of like Nintendo games where it's just easy." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Clearly, we play different Nintendo games." Like, <laughs> well, simple. The word yeah. I use is simple. Josh, you're playing the wrong ones. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the wrong one. Yeah. I remember most Nintendo games I played were so freaking hard. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, dude, they're crazy. Like even like two D Nintendo like with mario and stuff like that i remember some of those were brutally hard yeah that is very true 
some of them, I, I remember the name. There's there's one specific fighting game that's supposed to be like the hardest game ever created still. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's super difficult and there's no saves. And if you, it has like old school game over, you have to start over as well. Yeah. Oh, man. Riddle. Yeah, check out that little chicken walker back there. I know, right? Was that in the original cut? Like when it was yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, that was okay. the old school stop that's animation. Like- yeah, it's the only shot that I think that's in, and they yeah. put it in there because uh, I think they said it like it looked cool, but there was there was no other shots that I don't think it shows up in. Yeah, so that's the first time we see an ATST, but we just have no idea what it is or why. <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was like a proto ATST or something like that. Yeah. Do you think that driver like intentionally drove to like step on it, or just coincidence? I mean, I, I in my experience driving ATATs, you can't see anything below you. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it might be a coincidence. It's just yeah. really, really crappy spot to crash. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, dang it! I was hoping he'd be done with this, Star Wars at this point too. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the movie that Harrison and Carrie like hooked up and stuff, right? Uh, I think so. But I'm pretty sure it was this. Wait, one. they hooked up at one point? Yeah, it was. It was they like did, uh, yeah. he he cheated on his wife at the time, and uh, and she was like way younger than he was, of course. So oh yeah, he was in his, in A New Hope. He's in his thirties, and she was like eighteen. Wow. Yeah. So there's like a ten year gap between the two of them. So uh, I think uh, she wrote about it in her book. She did. Yeah. Um, before she died, and uh, had Harrison's uh, blessing well, to talk about the situation. Well, apparently during uh, the filming of this movie, especially when they were in in Greenland, she was just. She was. She had like a coke addiction that she picked up in between A New Hope and here, and apparently yeah. she slept around with a lot of random people on set, just like a lot, just oh, like wow. ran, random like cameramen and lighters or whoever. That's rough. All these guys just running. <laughs> it's basically me and Star Wars Battlefront 2 when we lose that phase of battle. <laughs> right? Run away! <laughs> the, the timer ticking down for the uh, like the off-map zone or whatever that's shifted. Like, quick, now I got 10 seconds left. Run! <laughs> right? Oh, man. It's funny because I've tried to do that, this the running across the field a few times Battlefront 2. Let me tell you, it does not work. No. <laughs> oh, then let me tell you that sticker. Did you see that sticker on the door over there? Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. That's so if you if you guys have seen the some of the deleted scenes from this movie, there's an entire sequence which is hilarious where um there's a there's a wampa that's like in the tunnels or whatever, and in order for the rebellion to like 
seal it off and get rid of it or whatever, they like they lock that door and put a sticker on it to prevent the wampa from like coming out. So people go and uh, they they cut that short a little a little uh, they cut that shot a little short, but in the full version or whatever, three PO like goes up to the sticker and just rips it off the door. And then and then when the stormtroopers come down the hallway, they open up the door to check and see if anyone's in there. And the Wampa like freaking grabs them and like pulls them in. Yeah, he pulls one guy and the other guy quickly closes the door. Yeah, 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 exactly. They like you know ditch this, him in there. I think, I can't remember if it's in, it's in one of the EA Star Wars Battlefront games that that room exists. And so if you walk past or run past it, you can hear the wampa on the other side of it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like such an Easter egg, eh? Yeah. Like I had no idea. Like I was running past it one time, like going into combat, and I just hear this wampa noise and I go through the door and I'm like, what the fudge? And I just open it and nothing happens. And I'm like, all right, yeah. whatever. That's funny. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Yeah, needs to do that with the TV. Yeah. Goes off fuzzy. You get smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, technology is just not the same as it used to. I feel like it was way oh. more durable back in the day. Because like you could beat the snot out oh. of stuff, and it would still work for oh, like. Yeah. Years. Well, yeah. Would, like it would shake everything around a bit, and he had it working better. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh. Dad, the TV antenna is not in the right spot again. Smack the TV a few times. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Never noticed how goofy Luke was walking in that scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. And the, the look on his face. Right? <laughs> Gosh. Actually, what's cool was like everyone's getting ready to take off the ship ship you don't get a good idea of kind of the scale and everything going on in the original battlefront 2 from 2006 they actually yeah. had one of the battles like actually in went into this yeah yeah right I was yeah so cool. i remember that that's the first time you really get to see any of it because it's just like it's yeah. like that one shot and then it's gone yeah yeah i thought that was pretty cool too yeah, those games were super fun. Like the emergency launching area or whatever. I yeah. used to. One of my favorite things to do was because uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two was actually the first PlayStation Two video game I ever owned, and so I like one of my favorite things to do was like every Christmas for like years afterwards, I would uh, boot up the PlayStation Two early Christmas morning and I would play uh, the like the hot level just against like AI or something like that. I didn't even know how to do like online stuff back then. But yeah, I would just play the the hot battle. <laughs> it's like one of his best lines. <laughs> Dude, Han Solo, like everything that comes out of his mouth is basically gold. <laughs> yeah. I always thought this scene looked so awkward. Like that one guy just like freaking like falling all over the place. And yeah, I mean, today's age, they'd probably add camera shake, but. You notice that all their shots, like, there's no steering wheel, hey? Yeah, I never even, like, thought about that. Yeah. 
Like, they have to add that in solo. Yeah. It's funny that they never really bothered to add it back then, even. Yeah, you'd think that they would do it. <laughs> you think that they would they would do something, but yeah. But I guess I guess they just always thought like, oh, we're shooting through the front of the window, and every yeah. time we see from behind, he's in front of the the control panel. So you know, there was just a bunch of buttons and maybe like a little stick to hold on to. There was there was nothing. Yeah. So I like the uh, the steering wheel that they added in Solo. It's pretty cool. Like it it. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like it belongs there, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Love that line. Apparently, somewhere in here, one of the asteroids is actually just a potato. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Is it that uh, one? I've never. I have a feeling they replaced it with the updated version. But in the original theatrical release, there's just like a potato that flies by. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's great. Let's see if we can see it. I mean, sure they don't look that different than potatoes, so. No, they don't. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, Josh, if we ever end up doing our uh, sweeted version, we should definitely use potatoes. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, one thing that actually kind of annoys me is, so the Falcon sneaks through there by being like an odd-shaped sh- ship, being kind of slim. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. reused that exact escape movement like so many, so many times. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of overdone at this point. It really is. <laughs> right. It's like every time TIE Fighters lose because they're a box. Yeah, because yeah, their wings stick out on the sides. Yeah. yeah, or their pilots crash into each other because apparently they're just not trained yeah, like, to yeah. perceive formations or whatever. Yeah, for New Hope and Trench Run, yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's too bad that they took out the the scene of Yoda, like parking on Dagobah. From Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's one of the deleted scenes from Revenge of the Sith. There's they, a there was lot a scene, of deleted scenes. From there, there is a lot. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's one where Yoda actually lands on Dagobah and kind of. You know, leaves it at that. Leaves it at that. Is uh, mm. is there like an extended director's cut of any of the nope. prequels? No, no. There's no director's cut for any of the Star Wars films. There's only the uh, special edition and the DVD special edition and then the the Blu-ray special edition. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just gets updated. Star Wars never gets extended. It always gets updated, and then you get the the new the new packages with it. George it's like a, it's like a software update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just they're all stuff. CG. Yeah. 
Well, some of them. If you don't count the like some of the episode five Wampa stuff, and, yeah. Right. Uh, there's some cantina scenes like, that they reshot as well. A new yeah. hope. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> This scene always creeped me out. Yeah. The creature. Yeah. Still don't know what it is to this day. <laughs> yeah. Josh has an answer. Yeah, Josh. Is it, is it I, think, I can't remember if I'm thinking of the wrong one or not, because I might be thinking of the one from A New Hope, but I thought it started with an I. Uh, let me look it up. Meet the creatures of Dagobah. There's always there a bigger a fish. Lot. Hang on a sec. I need to take <laughs> so a call. Good. I'll be right back. Sure. No problem. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's called a dragon snake. Dragon snake. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was going to be a little more original than that. Like a... These long, slender aquatic reptiles reside in Dagobah's many primeval bogs. The lagoon near Yoda's hut is even known as Dragon Snake Bog. Oh, no. (laughs) One particular dragon snake was hungry enough to devour R2. Then the droid was swimming to the shore. Uh, When the droid was swimming to the shore, luckily the astromech didn't taste very well, and the creature spat the droid to the spooky branches where he landed near the skeletal remains of an unknown creature. Yeah, he's in it right now. Yeah. It's funny. I've actually never noticed those are bones before. I thought it was just a tree. Yeah. Uh, Dragon snakes can also be found on Nalhutta. Very interesting. I wonder what Kenny Baker had to do to get that stuff out. Like, yeah, probably with some sort of like pressure valve thing. It's like maybe like, squirting some soy sauce out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, landing on some chicken balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could just see Mark Hamill like licking his fingers after. <laughs> Ooh, salty. Mm, this is pretty tasty. cool. I've always, man, I had like nightmares about that as a kid. Yeah, it's a scary scene, like, man. It's like the first time that you really see his face, kind of, right? Yeah. Like, or his head, at least. You realize that he's all like messed. At up. least he's if not, you're just a guy in armor, he's like. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're watching them in release order, that's that's the first time that you see that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I guess people back in right. like 1980 or whenever it was, it was a uh, kind of a shocker, probably. Oh, it would have been for sure. What was that about the lights? Uh, well, that's the only time before Solo that you see the lights on on the exterior of the Falcon. Oh, yeah. Especially the front. They, he has got those two floodlights at the very front. It's the only time right. you ever see those. Hmm. 
<laughs> that smug smirk. Yeah. <laughs> I have returned. Uh, he's back. Welcome back. Wow, you sound disappointed, Josh. <laughs> I can just <laughs> leave. I can just leave. <laughs> oh, he's no. back. <laughs> Come back and you're just muted and have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude my, my some of my other buddies they'll they'll legit will do that to each other all the time or oh, we'll no. just pretend like hey oh i can't hear you man if you're talking right now your mic's not working because sometimes that'll legit be a bug on discord yeah i've had it yeah <laughs> and so we're like oh yeah the thing's lighting up but i can't hear what you're saying dude oh i guess you're gonna have to restart discord oh i guess you're gonna have to restart your computer reboot, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. A little cruel, but that's I, a, I can that's dig a it. Cool, oh yeah, cool looking generator that he's got there. Oh, the lamp looks thing. Like a, yeah, almost looks like a yeah. It's like a generator slash lamp slash heat lamp, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and, that, and that's that's a spring roll. <laughs> I'm impressed how, bit, how much stuff he actually got out of that X-wing. Yeah, right. You, you would yeah, think yeah, that a fighter yeah, would have a lot of storage space. You think it'd be like a yeah, beetle? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a beetle. I mean, the thing's got a dang hyperdrive engine. I thought that's what all the space on the back was for. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can't believe he's still wearing those robes, man. I mean, the same ones. All these years. <laughs> the same, the same ones. ones. Wearing them for like 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> but Josh, the force provides all that he needs. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's just never gotten a new set of robes. He's force probably never made it either. For 900 years, I've worn this robe. <laughs> <laughs> Never wash it off. Dude, baby, like the little the okay. whatever he swaddled in. I absolutely love that George had a scene where Yoda steals a chicken nugget from him. <laughs> so good, man! Right? Look at like, that. That, that is the, throws the it away. best scene in the entire saga. Just like, oh, I man. love how he just throws it away. He's about to take a bite, and he's like, he's like, uh. like, I, he's like "I don't know. I'm, I don't. I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to get Yeah, sick. yeah. <laughs> Instead of just giving it back to him, he just throws it away. He's like, I like how fascinated he is with this little light, and it's right. like, how long has he not seen like technology? Even he's been alone yeah. a long time. I, yeah. I think he's like this whole thing, though. I think this whole thing, he's actually just playing playing it up, oh, uh, okay. because he's testing like Luke's patience, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Now, next time I want to test someone's patience, I'm going to act like Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, beat them with a cane. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's my favorite laugh. It's like his face yeah. goes blank. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, man, I love old school Yoda. So kooky. Dude, yeah, yeah it's great. Old man Yoda. That's got to be a dwarf. 
I'm pretty sure it's just a puppet, honestly. <laughs> oh, it is for most of it, but that scene looked more like it might have been a guy. Yeah. Did they ever have Yoda on Sesame Street? The Muppets? Yeah, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Possibly. It's like he should he should have made a guest appearance because he is a Muppet. Yeah, maybe around the same time that they did the promotion for this film, maybe. Hmm. I could see that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Or maybe because it was a, re- a secret reveal, so maybe it would have showed up uh, for Jedi and pr- promotional for that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of promotional, are we going to watch the <laughs> Star Wars Christmas special? Oh man, <laughs> man, we should we should at some point. Oh, I've seen it three times. It's, it's pretty boring, man. It is difficult. <laughs> it's more difficult than Ewok Adventures. Oh yeah, hands down. It is the hardest thing to get through. Yeah. Do we ever even find out what a nerf herder is? <laughs> yeah, it's like a like a cowboy I, or a rancher. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Just nerfs or cattle. Oh, yeah. oh. Okay. I thought it was like a plant, or no? I guess that doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Scruffy looking tree. Or no, just like like someone like a. Harvests like that type of plant or some I don't know. Right. <laughs> Man, I love that thing. Such cool design. Oh, oh yeah, so good. Superstar Destroyer. It's like, well, the last one didn't work, so we'll build a bigger one. <laughs> right, Josh. I wish they kept the original design of the Emperor for the scene. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, no way. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever the old guy? <laughs> Reed, have the you old, the old, the old, the old, the old Chinese so, yeah. woman that played her or whatever? Oh, Wait, yeah. what? it's, uh, Say was was it a, was it an Asian man? You said. Like, uh, I, I forget. It, I forget. I think it was just exactly. a random I, guy, but I know they took monkey eyes and they see like oh not CG I guess you wouldn't call it at the time, but they like imposed the monkey eyes on top of the guy who was playing the emperor to try to make him look weird. And yeah, it was super janky looking. Man, yeah, it looked really bad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and his face looked like they had like clay on it. Yeah. 
Like he looked like this weird malformed, like like Doctor Frankenstein creature. There's something about this uh, sequence actually, which I thought was very interesting. I only just found this out recently. Is that when uh, when Ian McDermott did the shooting for this stuff, they actually did it on the same day. Um, or the same week that they did the final scenes of Revenge of the Sith, which was when they were standing on the bridge of the Star Destroyer. And uh, there's one or two oh. scenes in that sequence that Hayden Christensen is actually in in the suit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they used Hayden as a stand-in when the Ian did his hologram like recordings. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he, Hayden was actually in the in the Darth Vader suit in that moment yeah. as well. That's pretty. That's cool. pretty cool. You know, just a snake squirming around. No big deal. <laughs> like, like sour oatmeal. Yeah, it's just like so bad. It's like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> sour oatmeal. Well, that'll be the day. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some leaves in there. <laughs> some twigs. <Yeah. laughs> Whatever is fine. Yeah, I mean, the dudes drank blue milk. There can't be anything worse than that. That's <laughs> yeah, bad the milk. It's fine. It's good for you. It's protein. Yeah. Yeah, he just loses patience. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting that um sorry to go back one scene like the emperor up until this point has not realized that luke is actually alive and is vader's son up until that that scene uh whereas before that vader did know uh and keep kept it a secret that he had a child yeah, Vader finds out after he sends Boba Fett to uh, track down the guy that killed that blew up the Death Star. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, and Boba comes back to him with just one name, which is Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and so he has a moment where he realizes like, oh, it's this is this can all be mine. Like the whole emperor, like the whole empire can be mine uh, if I train my son to you know help me kill the yeah. emperor, right? Yeah. Uh, so for the last three years he's kept that a secret up until this movie and then and then this is the moment i guess where where palpatine confronts him about it because he he knows now Mm. somehow that's pretty cool palpatine always knows (laughs) yep Luke is like, bro, you're like 900. <laughs> it still blows my mind that this puppet can look so impressive and then they can mess it up so bad for Phantom Menace. <laughs> well, they ended up write, writing that wrong by uh, with the with the, CG. with the one that we watched. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like the original Phantom Menace puppet, like because they had it the original Yoda's so to go greasy. off of to recreate it. Yeah, and they, it looks super greasy. They still man. made him look like this greasy stoner. Yeah, <laughs> just like he was like super burnt out. Yeah. It looks like a greasy, like I don't know, like sloppy looking, wacky it's, figure. It's so rough. 
By the way, there was just tie bombers there, which is pretty cool. You don't see those. Yeah, there. that's the first time yeah, you, you see really them. Don't. I think. Pretty I think much it the might only be time. the only time. Yeah. yeah. It's like a blink and you miss it moment. Pretty much. <laughs> He's such a dick sometimes. Right? I'm not really interested in your opinion, Trubio. <laughs> <laughs> no time to talk to the committee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Star Wars got a lot of flack for this when this movie came out. Oh, did it? Yeah, because they're like they're out in space and they have like, like just a respirator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest though. It's not like Star Wars has diligently like cared no. about physics, so I don't no, know why no. people are that upset about it. Yeah, they've always had a thing for, you know, Being ignoring accurate. the science. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have, like, regular gravity in an asteroid. And, like, technically, sound. their eyes should be blown out of their sockets. <laughs> yeah, there's sound in <laughs> space, too. I, and not to mention, every single planet is breathable. Yeah. Yep. But I recall reading an article about how when this movie first came out, it was one of the things people got really upset about. Yeah, I mean, like... I guess... I don't know. To me, I don't really care. People up in science fiction yeah. back then. Because, like... In the, I mean, in New Hope, right? Like the, all the ships are flying around like they are in atmosphere, but they're not. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I don't care enough about I, it. It's, it's a science yeah. fiction movie. Yeah. yeah like his co-pilot is literally an alien <laughs> covered in yeah. hair. <laughs> like, it's true. Of all the things you can be upset about. I know, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, there, here we go, because they're inside a space Ooh. worm. That's right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you guys seen the robot chicken that follows that scene? I don't remember. I have, I've seen it's like there's, there's like another worm that pops out. And like the one that missed the falcon is like, oh man, I missed it again. Like, <laughs> right. and, then, and then the other one's like, oh man, we should just order pizza this time. Run! I love Yoda so much, man. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a great Halloween costume. Just a little backpack Yoda. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They sold that. It just talks at you all day. Yeah. That'd be the best Halloween costume ever. You just have someone that stands like 50 meters away and does like voiceovers like through a microphone. 
just drops oh, little nuggets oh, of wisdom. Okay, I'm gonna say right now, boys. If I ever have a kid, they're gonna be my Yoda backpack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like that's 100 gonna be my Halloween costume. Dude, that's great. Oh my god. Awesome. Right. That'd oh be great. man, that would be hilarious. <laughs> We should we should all try to have kids at the same time and make them all do it. It's funny. There's <laughs> like a lineup of like new like Yoda backpacks. Yeah. Oh, dude, so funny. All the candy. <laughs> dude, for real. It's like don't don't worry don't worry, son. I'll hold on to this for you. Right. <laughs> He's pretty cut in this movie, actually. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah, he's he's he worked out for this, I think. Oh, he would have had to, yeah. Yeah, he must have. He's definitely more muscular than he was on Tatooine. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of funny too, though, because most of this movie we just see him in like full, like yeah, long really? sleeve, like uniforms. Like up until this point, it's been the orange jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I love what they did in the Clone Wars with uh, Yoda's cave. What? Don't you... Did, you don't want to mention... Um, oh, what's that? Uh, Force Unleashed 2? <laughs> oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, they also had it in that as well. Yeah. yeah. Although, it's been too long since I've since I've played through, and technically it's not really canon anymore. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Force Unleashed 2? Like, at least in the first one, they tried to salvage it by, like... One of the endings being him dying or something like that, I think. Yeah. And yeah, that were, was totally a good ending, then you died and your sacrifice inspired the birth of the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, that's the official ending. Yeah. yeah. And then they released the second game because they were like, hey, we can make money off of this. Yeah. yeah. That was a mistake. I was so disappointed. But... The trailer was so cool. I love the first one so much. And honestly, I didn't mind the story of the whole clone thing. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, but I got tired of doing the same three fighting sequences over and over again. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting about this cave is that, and Dave Filoni actually like mentioned pointed pointed this out too when they did the Clone Wars. Uh, uh, is that like look like he's underground, but look, it looks like there's like a temple ruin. Yeah, yeah, uh, that true. he's actually in. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, some walls there and stuff. They did yeah, that in so, Star Wars Battlefront 2, I think the original game as well. It's not just a cave, I don't think. I think there's like Yeah, walls. there's like some ruins yeah. to it. Yeah. Cool. Some actual tunnels and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but No, I think you're right. I think uh I think that was something I re- I do remember that. So, so you're talking about the original Battlefront. Yeah, right? the original. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. So is there supposed to be a Sith grave there or something or some sort of temple? like uh yeah so the term is uh the term is that's normally used for a place like this is uh usually i think it's it's supposed to be called a nexus in the force okay uh which Uh, is like a like almost like a well of like force energy that's either of light or dark side power and um this cave is like the i forget the official name that they gave this cave but um you know, it's just it just gives people premonitions, I guess, when they walk through. Um, and so, in Yoda's case, when Qui Gon's voice led him to Dagobah, he experienced uh, Order sixty six and and uh, realized that 
the the Sith behind everything. His name is Darth Sidious. Right. Uh, but he didn't know how it would all come together until until episode three rolls around. And then he puts the pieces together and he's like, oh, so that's why when he walks into the, the throne room, like, you know, Palpatine's mm. like office. Uh, he knows his name. He's, he knows his name and, yeah. and everything, right? Like it, it's all that stuff. Good old Bosk. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really interesting. Actually, I really like the old books, at least the basic premise. It was like the Bounty Hunters Guild and Bosk and his family are like the head organizers of it. So they kind of like have control of the guild overall. And then everyone oh, hates cool. Boba because Boba he's on his own terms and he doesn't join the guild. Oh. So technically not supposed to, but Boba's so well known that he's just, he does all personal clients. Hmm. Wow. So then That's the original way of doing it. Yeah. So then if you're in the guild, you have to abide by certain rules and laws, but Boba, cause he's outside that can do like any kind of job. It doesn't matter. Is, is that in the EU? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> is that why Peter tells him no incinerations? <laughs> no disintegrations. Or yeah, no disintegration. Well, there's a cool fan theory about that, too. Well, apparently... Um, apparently, it's supposed to be Boba who showed up at Ed Luke's aunt and uncle's place. And so we saw there were, like, corpses and stuff. Because we know blasters don't do that. So the theory was they were actually disintegrated by Boba. Oh, no <laughs> way. That's cool. But that's not canon. That's a, that's a good... That's a. No, it's not canon, but that's a pretty that that was a pretty good fan theory. I thought yeah. so. And it, I mean, hey, if we want to be consistent together, yeah, if we want to be consistent that stormtroopers are terrible shots, then like yeah, obviously, because <laughs> yeah. Obi Wan praises their blast points or whatever right, <laughs> the accuracy yeah. of them. Only Imperial star stormtroopers are so precise. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that guy didn't have a British accent. Yeah. Better that guy I'd just run for it. <laughs> yeah. You see, like one Tie fighter going off into the distance. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's actually balancing like this, like in the movie. Yeah, I wonder, actually. There's got to be a rope or something. Yeah. So this is one of the things that kind of pisses me off, where Luke had very little training, and he's struggling to lift this rock. And then what's their faces in the new movies can do like just like so easy. It just lifts all the rocks all at once, no problem. Yeah, Yeah. like with no training whatsoever. Just thinking about it pisses me off. It really did. I I was so irritated. Like it was so stupid because like because they're like the one thing they kind of got right was like how like primitive their skill with the lightsaber was sort of, but then they they just kind of threw that aside and we're just like, Oh man, here we go. Like they can manage the force. Like it's no big deal. And I was like, wow, really? Like, okay. Just no training. Just like, basically Luke is just struggling. And in the novels, canon, in the canon novels, uh, 
Luke sits down and he's like, he's looking at his bowl of noodles and he's trying to lift one noodle and he's struggling. He, he thinks he gets it to move a little bit, but he, he's not entirely sure. Like, like, yeah, not even through the whole book, noodles. through the whole book. He's practicing on like tiny things like noodles and stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's you're, t- you're talking about the heir to the Jedi book right there. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was it. Really, was such a like irritating thing in the movies. I think that's why a lot of people were thinking she's like Anakin reborn. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's what she tells me. <laughs> it's like he's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's how I look at the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pretty much I got TV here, desktop there, keyboard there. (laughs) Yeah, your phone, a powerful app. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, dude, my phone, when I got my first iPhone or whatever, like, man, that made a big difference from the piece of crap I used to have. (laughs) Yeah, I'd used like flip phones up until that point. (laughs) This is such an awesome moment in Star Wars. Hmm. Like, I think in at this point, this is like the largest object that we've seen, like moved by the forest or whatever. Yeah, I think that's right. I think he moves that pillar on Geonosis. Yeah, that's true. But I just mean, like, in the original, original trilogy, like, like, yeah, like release order. Oh, in the original films, yeah. Because there isn't a lot moved in the first one at all. I don't think does Obi Wan even use the Force other than mind trick. No, no, he doesn't. So this might be to, basically you see the lightsaber well, move, actually, and then you see this, he, the rock, and yeah. he makes that sound. He makes that sound That's in the right. Death Star to distract. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that not that, not that one. <laughs> I'm talking about the, I'm talking about on the Death Star when he's when he's like disabling oh, yeah. the shield, the yeah, tractor like the beam, and and he goes like that with his hand, and and it makes that little like, you know, yeah. And then one of the guys is like, yeah. what was that? <laughs> like they look down the hole. Yeah. Actually, I was told that the isn't even through the forest is something we learned to do. I don't think he did that with the force. Like yeah. he just does that with it. He just like making Can noise you imagine that? Can you imagine? Like use the force, Luke, and then Luke is like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Did it. So good. 
What's funny is that sound is actually the most edited thing in in New Hope. It's changed in every version. <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah, Siri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've changed it every time. Well, well, the latest one, it it makes it sound more like an actual guy who's just trying to imitate like a creature. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, every single time it's just like, yeah, and something else. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so something totally off topic. I can't remember if this is something that's come up before or not, but could you imagine if everyone was just like pretending the whole time that Darth Vader had force powers and was able to choke these guys out and they were just faking it the whole time? Oh it. man. <laughs> they just like pick him up, take him away, and then he's like, Whoof! <laughs> like, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Guess I'm off to new uh <laughs> new yeah. unit. I need a new job. <laughs> There's just like a whole like just going along with it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone tells me Chewbacca wasn't that uh, polite. Man, shut like, up! Why does he? Why does Chewbacca carry that bag around? We just got nothing inside of it. It's true. <laughs> Oh, it, it, right, and, and I've that, never seen him use pockets, the, the ammo belt. Yeah, what's the dude something? supposed to do? I guess I don't know. Like, like I've always wondered what the satchel is for. Like, it's like what? What do you got in there, Chewbacca? It's like it's just like snacks, chicken some snacks. spice. Yeah, man, some, it's uh, some Karelian that spice. kind of uh, hair yeah. growth and uh, <laughs> yeah, combs and like hygiene products. <laughs> some, some <Yeah>. shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. Mookie's got just clean. a single, a single comb and like a yeah. grooming, grooming tools. Yeah, it's like like a dog brush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd make a great like little comedy skit. <laughs> yeah. That is a nice ammo Honestly. belt there, Chewbacca. Like, what you got in that bag? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's gotta be Lando. Who yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh gosh. Hey, Chewbacca, what do you got going on in that satchel? <laughs> He's like, I got a comb and and a hair curler and a blow dryer. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. you mind if I borrow that comb of yours? And then he was just like combing his mustache. Getting a little it. Oh gosh. I've got to look uh, a spiffy for the women. <laughs> so good. Spiffy. Man, Slave One, honestly, one of the best sounding ships in all of Star Wars. I'm just going to say it right there. It sounded kind of goofy in that first shot. It sounded like a really bad propeller. Oh, in the yeah, in the beginning it does, yeah. But when it gets going, it's like I mean, to me, you know, like, like I love it. They, sitting on the toilet after having a really bad. <laughs> bad I love, man. I love how they recreated the sound effects too for uh, Attack of the Clones. Like they built up that whole library for Slave One, like so much. Oh, did they? That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The sound effects are the exact same, and then they recycled the sound effects in Clone Wars when uh, Slave One pops up in there too. Dang, that's actually pretty awesome. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, yeah. That was in uh, season two of Clone Wars, like Slave One popped up. I just realized that Luke's upside down for quite a bit of this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like, starts upside down, 
try to move rocks upside down with one on one hand. He does a lot of flips in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, find it really funny that like right along his forehead is like really sweaty, and the rest of the head is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like someone like took a sprayer and like, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They just sprayed him yeah. in the face. Oh god. <laughs> that's awesome. Just really uneven. <laughs> Maybe they gave him like a bucket of water to dunk his head in, but he only went in like halfway. <laughs> he just put his face in and called it a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, uh, that's okay, Mark. Uh, the camera's just going to be at the front side. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> George just letting him off. Oh, yeah, just, uh, just try not, you know, turn your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, you have to admit, the original trilogy did so well in making all these unique planets. Each one, yeah, they so did. Iconic. They did a nice job uh, with the world building in this one too. Oh yeah, so good. Because like you get three locations in in this movie as opposed to the. Well, I guess yeah. I guess in the last one you kind of had. You kind of had three, I guess. You had Yavin yeah, base, and then the Death Star, and then Tatooine. I mean, this one, if you want to go that far, technically four, because you could be inside the asteroid. But... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And the Falcon really is its own environment. Yeah. I don't know which one has the most locations. I, I forget if it's Rogue One or if it's uh, Episode 3, but it's one of those two. Hmm. You don't think any of the sequels have more than that? No. No, they've got less still. I know with Rogue One... They have several planets they go to for like ten seconds. Yeah, like there's there's like a lot of locations that pop up, but yeah. uh, if you I forget like it. I forget if it has more. So as I mentioned before, the Falcon of New Hope has three legs, and here it has five. Yeah, so that's what they uh, stuck with as far as consistency goes, eh? Yeah, yeah. The rest of it you always see with five, and A New Hope is the only outlier, hmm. and so. The, the solo movie tried to make it a uh, canon where the legs got tore off when he does that slide on, yeah. the, on one of the giant ice asteroids. So the idea was uh, Han actually repaired the ship in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back to have the extra legs back on. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, good little tidbit. The reference to Solo in this movie is like, it's really like, you know, the way that Solo referenced this movie, I guess, is yeah. like really well done. Like how that little thing happens between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> like Solo, like, like Solo just totally forgets that that's what he did to, to Lando. Like when the last time he saw him, probably. Oh, he yeah. did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, like when they were at the gambling match, right? Like when he wins the Falcon. Like he uh he does that, he pulls that trick on him and then he grabs his arm and sees the card like in his sleeve right. and then takes it, right? Yeah. So Oh uh, yeah, that's right. So they, they right do the that like the movie. Yeah, they're like right at the end. Like that's the first time that they do that, and then this is the second time that they do it. In the films, at least. 
<laughs> you <a> smoothie. <laughs> it just doesn't care about Rufio. Yeah, it just doesn't care at all. <laughs> just totally ignores him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just talking computer or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> Do they ever explain what that droid says to him? I, I don't think so. Jog off. <laughs> Take a hike. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, <laughs> I love it just blows apart like Legos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> I have to say though, that moment is like the least like stormtrooper voice like in the entire franchise. Yeah, it it really is. It's it doesn't even sound like a stormtrooper. But then again, I don't think it's supposed to until like later, right? I thought they said it was at some point, don't they? He gets yeah, yeah, because he goes, like, oh, stormtroopers, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. but and the then guy he who goes, oh no, it could have been like an Ugnaught or something. Oh, uh, I guess so. I don't, <laughs> other no, I don't think that's an Ugnaught. Otherwise, otherwise you're like, hey, who are you? I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> I have spoken. I <laughs> have spoken. <laughs> 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 I'll be on you. Listen. <laughs> Look at his sad face. I love Yoda's sad face in this movie. Got such a big bottom lip. Right, he's so pouty. <laughs> yeah, so pouty. What? <laughs> Vader's like, hey, Luke, so what'd you learn from Yoda? Well, uh, I almost lifted up a noodle. <laughs> Move some noodles, lifted a rock, <laughs> yeah. did some flips. You oh, just I can still around. Down. <laughs> Ta-da! 
So uh, it's come to my attention at least that at the time, um, I don't think it was fully figured out yet that Leia was going to be Luke's sister. Do I have that right? I think at this you, point, George already had a game plan. Yeah, I, I just like... I specific you know of, but I believe well, he already knew. Because that's what I thought too. I, 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 but I remember reading something about that line and it was originally intended for some other alternate purpose if if he went like another route with the, the story. I could see that but, him having like a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, George does uh, like George does plan ahead and plans stuff that, you know, build and everything, but um, like big things. uh, But yeah, I don't know if that was one that he'd fully figured out yet. I mean, now we all assume like, okay, that was a reference to like Leia, but yeah, uh, maybe at the time he was thinking like, yeah, at the time, maybe it could have been something else. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey there's an IG-88 sitting there yeah 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 that's right there's a few of them in there just randomly around They're just like assassin droids <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know what been really cool and was a missed opportunity hmm. for the trade federation to have a lot of IG-88 droids in their army or like and that could then explain why they're practically everywhere in the junkyard. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a good point, actually. I guess I guess um, that yeah, they didn't really they didn't have IG units, but I guess that's because all the IG units were like uh, owned by somebody that worked as yeah. assassin droids. Like I know that Zero the Hut has like an army of like assassin droids that he that he has, right? But yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah. I guess at this point they're now kind of like the the garbage of of droids i guess that you know people don't use them anymore or doesn't seem like it nearly as much yeah it could have been cool because you you also see parts of them in a new hope inside the cantina and stuff yeah because ig88 and uh ig11 from mandalorian uh are like the only two that I think in that era that you kind of still see walking around yeah, and that, they're so fun. that includes uh yeah. And that includes a lot of like the books and comics that I've read at least as well. I, I haven't seen too many. Yeah. This has been uncommon at least now, but you just see parts of them. I think you even see parts of them in the sand crawler. Yeah. It's basically my Thanksgiving dinner the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk in and disappointment after disappointment. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner with the girlfriend's dad. Came in with a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> you you brought a gun to a forest fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Disarmed very very easily. <laughs> just lifts his hand and it's over <laughs> yeah that's pretty much all it took <laughs> oh gosh i think that's the only shot of bespin that you see outside of the the gas giant is like just that that one shot one wide angle yeah yeah i think you're right don't uh, we see some as they as they escape though 
I don't think so. I, I think maybe think just like the horizon, it. maybe. Yeah. Or maybe. Uh, Speaking as a guy who's had to solder some wires, putting that back together would be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, Although, I think awful. that's the thing about like Chewbacca. Like, he's like a really good technician. Like, I think that's yeah. kind of for part a long of his time, character. It was supposed to be like a Wookiee thing. Like, Wookiee's just good at mechanics. Yeah, which is funny because they come from a very like, primitive looking planet. Yeah. But I mean, they're also how is... old? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're very old species, and I don't know. This stuff might be somewhat primitive to them, I guess. Uh, well, I don't know if it's canon anymore, but it used to be that they didn't have their own technology, but they learned how to backwards engineer a different tech that got abandoned on their planet. Mm. Oh, hmm. wow. That's cool. Because what would happen was their planet and the neighboring planet, which was uh, Trandoshans, like Bosk. Yeah. And they would come over and they would try to hunt the Wookiees. And then the Wookiees would, like, after they kill them, would take their technology. Hmm. <laughs> that line was re replaced as well. Which line? He's no good to me, dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tamora Morrison does all the Boba Fett voiceovers now. now. Yeah, but yeah he, he, he did ever since. Actor. I think it was the DVD special editions that they that they replaced. Uh, the, yeah. It, it makes sense to me. It's like oh. the one of the one of the most obvious like changes to make. I was going to say, I think we talked about this last time about the like the holsters or whatever the leather holsters that the stormtroopers have for the blasters yep. so they have them i think that's probably the only time uh, that i can think of that they actually have them holstered in those leather yeah. holsters oh interesting yeah i didn't even notice i just barely noticed like i happened to glance down oh actually right there too they oh right there yeah 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 I, I see it yep yeah it's hard to it's easy to miss yeah common yeah because, yeah, in the last movie, I don't think we ever see them holstered once that I remember. Not that it's, like, very noticeable, but... Right. I think Leia just referred to him as Han. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's Billy D rubbing off. <laughs> Han. Han. <laughs> That's for calling me Han. <laughs> his, his guards look kind of Star Trek-y. Yeah, yeah, they do. Honestly, yeah.
<laughs> Stormtrooper on the right looks so janky. <laughs> the armor's just not sitting right at all. No, no it really isn't. <laughs> He's got a little bit of a. He hasn't seen his chiropractor in a few weeks. Right? Yeah, he like, can't put his arms down. He's got like a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he just fell down the stairs before he took that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see where he was going in the dark with the polarized lenses. Uh, yeah, duty for like eighteen hours. <laughs> Dude. Dang, the lighting is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. One apartment that just looks like this all the time. <laughs> it's so gloomy. It's awesome. Just like smoke oh, machines and like lighting from the floor. Just uh, dirty stormtrooper helmets everywhere. Yeah, dude. I would love that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate bachelor pad. Look, that was the guy. <laughs> The guy that fell off, maybe, uh, maybe that's him. But they took the shots beforehand. Yeah, they took, <laughs> took the shots in the wrong order. Yeah. So He's something like, you'll, if you can get a, a glance between different stormtroopers, you'll actually notice that some of them are different. Some of them, the edging is softer, and the reason why that is is the the sharp edged around the eyes. Those are the original ones from A New Hope. But they, a bunch of them got lost and broken during the filming. So when they remade for other sequels, they casted from the original ones, which made the, all the edging not as sharp. So they're a little more rounded. So those are the second mm. versions. Mm, that makes sense. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin' Ugnaughts. Yeah. <laughs> Such a goofy looking creatures. Oh my goodness. I think my favorite Star Wars creature though is the the pervy rat lizard from <laughs> Return yeah. of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Just just the nastiest little <laughs> 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 Right, it was like a Kawasaki and monkey lizard or something. Oh, I don't know, like that monkey lizard, yeah. But uh, I have that. So in Star Wars Squadrons, I have that little hologram in all of my rebel, uh, all my rebel ships. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the reasons why they did this with this character, I guess, was because they didn't realize that. Or didn't know if Harrison was going to come back for the next movie or not, right? Oh, really? It was a casting issue. I think it was something like that. So they weren't sure, like, if they have to just write him out. And so instead, he's just frozen carbonate for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that and that and possibly because, like, Harrison wanted to die, right? It's true. I know he wanted to, he wanted to die in the third movie, though. Yeah. Uh, Did George ever write a draft where Harrison was supposed to die? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, I guess. Well, this one, if you like, 
assuming they didn't bring him back. Wait, but, didn't yeah. he write a draft though, or something like that for New Hope? Didn't he have like a backup plan if it tanked at the box office or didn't do as well as he thought that, like the second movie? Our... Would... Uh, yeah, we talked about earlier with the um, Splinter of a Mind's Eye sequel. Yeah, yeah, in the book. What are those? Are those cyborgs, Josh? I can't remember what those guys are. What? So that's a... He's a human with like a computer implant. Yeah, cyborg. And uh, there's, a, there's a reason why he's kind of awkward and doesn't talk. And it's actually in a comic, uh, like a mini comic series. Um, if you want to wanna read it, uh, let me know. But it's actually super good. It's called Lando. And it's just uh, four issues of, of like Lando and... Uh, and um, I forget his name now. Uh, that guy does have a name, though. Yeah. I knew it at one point, too. Yeah, I have him on Lego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RTD2 just totally giving away his position. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah. That's also why he's got that little wristband there, and yeah. you can like control him. Yeah, yeah. Because so, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't know if it's canon, but he is tied into uh, the computer system that runs all of Cloud City. So it's mm. like he he is like synced with the mainframe, and his name's Lobot. Right. It's Lobot, by the way. Lobot. Yeah, that's right. That's interesting. Because you'll you'll meet a uh, character like him in Star Wars Squadrons if you get to that point if you haven't already, Josh. Which one? Sorry. Star Wars Squadrons. They have a character like that. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't met him already, I couldn't remember when he meet him. He's not far off. Right. Yeah, I'll probably see him soon. And he's normal, right? Like he talks normal and everything. More or less, I guess. I don't know. I can't say I was really paying attention that much. So once upon a time, I thought that that little uh, that spoke behind like Vader with the light in the middle. Yeah. I I once upon a time used to thought that that was like a hallway thing, like with like a light at the end of the hall, <laughs> and that that was like a the ramp or whatever that like oh, went. Yeah, it just goes yeah. through like a really long ways. Yeah, yeah. I used to think that that's what it was. Yeah, it kind of then... looks like that, and it's not yeah. that different the architecture on like the Death Star. Yeah, exactly, and and I just yeah, so I just I just kind of assumed. You're like, Ooh, go down like there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but then I realized like, oh, it's actually just like a like a cone kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. That is really confusing. With some of the camera angles, it does look like like some sort of uh, exit. Yeah, it's a weird kind of perspective, the trick. Yeah, for sure. That I think came across unintentionally. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> 
It looked like he said something there, but they cut the sound. <laughs> yeah. Han. Han. There it is again. Han. 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 He says hand too. Yeah. They all say hand. Like hand. Have we been they all wrong? say hand now. Have we been wrong for 40 years? So rumor has it online that Tamora Morrison will reprise his role as uh, Fett. Oh. Did they say where? Yeah, in Mandalorian. Oh, interesting. That'll be cool. Wait, does that mean Boba survived? I guess so. I mean, isn't that a they, whole they thing in the comics that he escaped in the, the... Uh, in the aftermath trilogy of books, which is like uh, the canon story? No, uh, they, no, only somebody... his armor survives in that. Yeah, Boba that's right. Only, only, um, yeah, Boba himself is never actually confirmed alive. But like in the in the aftermath trilogy of books, there's a character called Cobb Vanth who yeah. uh, gets Boba's armor uh, from some Jawas who I guess scavenged it from the desert. And he becomes like a sheriff on Tatooine. He's like a lone cowboy trying to bring yeah. law. Yeah, law back to Tatooine kind of thing. But there's never any mention in that those novels of Boba actually surviving. No, there's only like the hint that either the Sarlacc pit spat out the armor or that he escaped and ditched the armor. Yeah. I thought for sure that there was a comic book that had him escape from the Sarlacc. There was a there, book series that came out in like the 90s. Yeah, yeah it's quite old. Okay. That's all in canon. It's all uh, EU. You're right, though. Like there there was a an EU story that was like based around that idea. But, uh, you know, it's not canon. Not when canon you said anymore. EU, Josh, the first thing I thought of was European Union. And I was like, what the heck is Josh talking about? <laughs> and then I realized that that means expanded universe. I was yeah. like, but I was just like, what is Josh the European about? Pretty funny. <laughs> Reed, did you not listen to the podcast episode? Uh, what is Star Wars canon and EU explained? <laughs> I think I listened to, or I don't. I, it's probably just been so long ago. I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah it was a while ago. It was like a year ago. Yeah. Number one watched episode. <laughs> Answers all of your canon questions. Yeah, I think I like remember that. Yeah. First. Yeah. It's like a giant rock tumbler. Yeah. Man, like Toy Story Two, like stole stole this like completely. Yeah, yeah, they really did that whole scene. Oh, yeah, that entire that entire Toy opening two. of Toy Story Two is like super inspired off of uh, of Empire. Oh yeah, That's awesome. I haven't seen this since like, basically it was in theaters. Yeah, I haven't. Gosh, I haven't watched those movies in forever.
<laughs> it makes Luke like look like such a pleb. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like shooting stuff at him. His swing is like just awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smacks him in the back of the head. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> It just looks so bad. <laughs> he just swings at nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets hit in the spine. Yeah. I love that. It just looks so bad. My favorite one is he like swings and then gets like hit in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so good. His hand-eye coordination is just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <What are> you- <laughs> just stick, He's too old. Stick with the blaster, Luke. Right? Yeah. Yoda was right. He's too old to begin the trade. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. You're not prepared. It's a pretty funny bait and switch, actually. It's quite clever. Yeah. (laughs) There's a guy in the ice cream machine! Yeah. There it is! is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That guy's so notorious. Wouldn't it be funny if that guy was the guy carrying all the all the Beskar? Right? (laughs) And then somehow it ended back into Imperial hands. Yeah. 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 Dude, imagine like you, if you have like that sick Star Wars bachelor pad, and then you just got like that thing in like a glass case on a pedestal, and you bring someone in, and they're like, "What's that thing?" <laughs> and you're like, yeah. "That, my friend, is the pride of my collection." <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, like an ice cream container. Yeah. Uh, ice cream Open it up, cream. just fresh vanilla like, in there. <laughs> all these, all these stormtroopers were like, "We gotta get past these jerks with blasters so we can catch that guy with our metal." <laughs> Distract him with ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Or R two is just so like, slow. <laughs> the hidden truth about Empire Strikes Back—it's all about the guy with the ice cream maker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like scratching up the floors. I noticed that too. <laughs> it's kind of an odd structure, this this thing. Yeah, I was thinking, it's funny how Star Wars has these giant like shafts that have infinite distance below them. <laughs> and like super dangerous skinny walkways to get around. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't need walkways though. They have like stuff they can hover around. It's on, just right? the hallway that Ray was in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I guess swinging a miss runs in the family. <laughs> I was gonna say that reminds me of Kylo Ren's tantrum, just trashing the whole place. He's like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> "Dang it! What? What? He? 
die! Ah! I thought Luke did such a good job in this sequence. Like his acting. Yeah, he did. Like Mark Hamill did such a good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. See, that line that Vader has, don't make me destroy you. They should have yeah. used that in episode three at the very end when Anakin like says that to Obi-Wan. But mm. instead, he uses the word kill. I was like, ah. Yeah. It's a missed close. opportunity. Yeah. Like he, uh, he looks so heart stricken. Yeah, like, his entire world has yeah. been destroyed. Well, I was gonna say, could you imagine being someone like seeing this in theaters for the first time back in the day, and having oh, like no idea, and then you find out too? Like, I'd probably feel the same way, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'd he love realizes to see, like, a crowd that... reaction. Everyone's face just looks the same as Luke's. Yeah. So, like crinkled and distraught. <laughs> No! <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole previous movie and the, all of this movie up until this point has he's spent like absolutely hating him. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also I think like I mean Vader is technically responsible for everything that's gone wrong in his life, including Aunt and Uncle Baru. Uh, you know, yeah. his Aunt and Uncle just getting burned to death, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, it's true. <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one meter over. I've, I've always kind of been like uh, at that 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 one moment. Of course, you know. It's also. I mean, this is also just as inconvenient. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just happens to be right yeah, on top true. of this like secret exit. Yeah. It's supposed to be his hand falling there, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. They should have put something that looked like a prosthetic hand, like on that plate that he was sitting on. <laughs> All right. I think it's pretty nuts, though. Like with that distance, that his hand and himself fell through that same the exact bowl. same tube. Yeah, yeah. it does seem pretty unlikely. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that. Uh, yeah. I actually just watched A Castle in the Sky the other day, and there's a at the end. It's almost exactly out of like Empire Strikes Back here, right? Like this sequence, and the guy's like, "Oh, really?" These vines underneath the castle, like way up in the sky and stuff. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, it was very Empire. It's all I could think about watching. It was like this is like just like out of Empire Strikes Back. Wow.
Classic shuttle. Love the look of that. Yeah, yeah. man. So good. Like, that's why I don't get they, why they didn't use that in Rogue One more. Krennic? I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> why not to make some unique thing? Yeah, yeah they, that's what they want to do with every new movie. And it's like, uh, like I just want to see some old stuff get reused at least. Yeah, you me know? too. Yeah. Like, stuff's established. Just stick to it. Yeah. Yep. Like I, we get that you want to sell toys. I feel like two new types of trooper were more than enough in that movie. <laughs> yeah, they had the because the short troopers and the uh, yeah. death troopers, and the tank troopers. Yeah, that's right. And then they had that new type of tie fighter too. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the new uh, rebel ships or whatever. Yeah. The oh, there was a lot of news. Yeah, there was a lot of new stuff in that movie. Or the U-wing, wasn't it? Yeah, the U-wing. Yeah, like the scissor, the scissor wing yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U-wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty uh, massive set that they that they made there. Yeah. For, Empire for the hangar. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I wonder if they just reused what they had for on the Death Star stuff. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it's the same one or if it's just like a, a redone one. Maybe. And I, I wonder if it's the same one in episode six as well. I mean, if they have it, might as well reuse it. It just depends, I guess, yeah. if they use yeah. the storage space. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just look at Lando. What the crap yeah. did you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just shoves him aside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I think like in the last movie, at the beginning of the movie, we see Leia get stunned, but I don't think we ever again and like, or at least in any of Star Wars that I've seen, see someone get stunned by a blaster. Just a Clone Wars mm. cartoon series. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it happens there? Yeah, it happens in some of the animated yep. episodes. But other than that, no, none of the films do it. There's an entire sequence where the clones are chasing Ahsoka and the Clone Wars, and they're using completely stun blasts for that. Yeah, they they squeeze off quite a few. 
<laughs> School is it just like blue bolts yeah. or whatever or is it like the, the rings a, it's like yeah, the, the rings, rings yeah okay they're yeah. kind of like floating like o-rings that kind of fly yeah so it's it like the episode four yeah, uh, yeah they kept yeah, it consistent the yeah and like cool. the the lore is the stun is very short range and so as the rings expand like as you can tell they get too big to be useful right yeah Well, you see, Luke, he's not your father from a certain point of view. That's right. From a certain point of view. <laughs> Still baffled by the silver leg. You know, I've never noticed. I never did for the longest time till it was like really obviously pointed out. Yeah, I think that yeah. literally last week Josh pointed it out to me and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, like did I, I point that out to you? Yeah. You can't unsee it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a silver leg in this movie. He's got a red arm in the seventh movie. Yeah. He's got, he's a, got a he's got a silver leg uh, throughout the entire original trilogy. Oh, is it through all the films? Yeah, it's in New Hope as well. Oh. And I think he has it in uh Return of the Jedi up till possibly the end. When it gets new. Mm. Does he get new armor at the end as well? Or is that just Sith? I forget. Uh, I think it, Revenge of the Sith was the f- first and only movie that I think he had all gold armor. Yeah. Or all gold gold plating, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I I, th- I think it's through all of it then, but he might get it replaced at the very end if him and R2 get new armor at the end of Jedi. Yeah. No, they wouldn't because they're in the Ewok village, so it'll be silver the whole way through. Uh... Yeah, it's it's gold. Uh, wait, no, hold on a second. It's hard to tell because of the sheen. Yeah, it is super hard to tell. Do you find it kind of strange that everyone's using these same medical droids that built Darth Vader? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like an industry standard. Yeah. Uh, you know, I never noticed, but see, everyone has a different kind of wrinkle in their hand. Mine is exactly the same as Luke's. <laughs> like the two that split, and there's like a gap between them. Like his artificial hand, or like it's like it'd be his artificial hand. hand, I guess. But it's probably his real hand. Like oh, yeah, Hamill's. probably silver, silver. Me and Mark Hamill have magic hands. <laughs> yeah, there's some shots that it looks like it's all silver and then there's some shots that it looks like uh that it's all Patchy. gold or yeah interesting like the leg piece yeah because like it's still silver here it's it's so hard to tell though like if you're not looking straight at it yeah i think it's silver come to think of it yeah 
There's one there's one particular photo that I'm trying to figure out if it's if it's silver or not, but I think it's actually I one think thing, it's silver, it's not gold. It always found so. me weird that they're standing next to like the only window in the, the entire only street. I was about to say this <laughs> Yeah good yeah. effort, but like the one window on the entire ship and like, they get it. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda ridiculous. Why is the only window by the medical bay? And then like Yeah. I think the scale was wrong on it too. It looks too oh, big. Oh totally, yeah. Come on, ILM. Yeah. Get on it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, slack it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Billy. Well, that was a great movie. Um, Best in the franchise. We, I don't think we really... Ending, yeah. It's it's one of my favorites. I, think, I mean, Revenge of the Sith has always been my favorite, but... Um, I think that's what... This is that's what, a close... Sorry. So, like, it's up there. <laughs> yeah. But I was Go gonna ahead. say, like, I think that's what's like incredible about this movie to me is that it's a sequel, which, it, at least in my experience, sequels don't usually do as well as like the the other movies in the trilogy. No, and in and, the theaters, it didn't. Yeah, I, I, I like this. Sorry, side note. I like to point out that we just passed a name on the credits, and the name was Brian Johnston. <laughs> wow. That was visual effects, right? I think I saw that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Reed. Oh, no worries. But um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, that like it's this movie is just so like devastating. Like it's yeah. just one like loss after the loss next. after the next. And but it's still like an awesome movie. Like it's my yeah. it's my favorite at least because like in yeah, spite of how, well. like ruthless this movie is like it's still such an awesome like it really is one of the better like star wars movies like it certainly beats like any of the prequels or whatever i think it's one of the best films of all time to be honest it's 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 yeah it's considered a like widely one of the like one of the uh biggest classics i guess like of the last uh 50 years yeah it's so good. Like you can just feel the characters that like they're they're in it. loss after loss, and like there's they're still fighting, right? And, like yeah, yeah. There's still like hope in there, but you can you can actually feel just the difficulty. It's not like like a lot of modern films. I find stuff just feels so stuff just brushed off so easily. Oh but yeah, you, like you can tell like it's that every every single thing that like hits them like they feel it. Yeah. Yep. And it's really, I, it's so great too because it's like they did such a good job, like world building in this movie, and, and like picking up like from the last movie and stuff. Because like we open with like a, a huge battle uh, between the Empire and the Alliance on this, on Hoth and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it goes off to like them getting like basically hunted down by the the Empire, and it's just like like they do They're such a good on job. Their, with, on their- on their uh, like they're always flat footed, right? They're always on their back leg. Yeah. And like in mm-hmm. in a new hope or whatever, we really don't get like, except for like when Luke loses his uh family and stuff, we really don't get a sense of like uh the like the menace and the power of the Empire. Um but in this one like they do like a pretty great job with that. Cause like they yeah, they get beaten at Hoth, they get hunted down like through space and stuff like that and then yeah, when they get to the asteroid uh, fields yeah and then when they get to bespin like they take just flat out take over the colony basically yeah yeah it's like they know their move they predict it like 
through Boba and they just like show up before they even get a chance. They think they have this one off chance to escape and the Empire is another step ahead of them. Yeah. Mm. There was a book that came out which really focuses in on the rebellion and I guess like we weren't the biggest fans of it there, which was it was called Battlefront Twilight Company, but you might it like it right. read. I read it, yeah. Oh did oh did you uh, read it? Oh, okay. I have, it, All right. I have the audio book of it actually. I, it was a tough one for me to swallow. It took me three Same tries. Way. Yeah, yeah. I was that's, that's <laughs> I was referring to you when I said yeah. a wee because I know that you weren't a huge fan oh, of it. Oh man, I got like half I got not even like a third in and I was like I just I couldn't pay attention. It was like listening to a math book. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was pretty slow. For a Star Wars book, I thought it was slow, but it's the kind of thing that I think is it's geared for a different set of readers that like reading about like military stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, a I listened to the audiobook version, and yeah. So I, I that's think, what I did as well. Yeah, and like yeah, it, I guess it actually it kind of was like slow and stuff like that. But yeah, like I I liked it. I don't think it was like the greatest book I've ever read by far. Like there was some stuff in it that was kind of useless. I felt like. Um, I mean, like granted, I probably uh like missed out or like zoned out on like chunks of that book but i remember there being like a sections about like a stormtrooper or something like that on uh there's uh, a female stormtrooper i think female stormtrooper and those like completely meaningless and useless character like we didn't need any of that in that entire book and i don't i still Mm. i mean maybe i just don't remember or i zoned out when it got to the important part but like yeah there would be like sections of the book like you know specifically about her and i just had like no idea like when that (laughs) book ended i'm like hitting skip 30 seconds at a time (laughs) yeah just like no patience for it kind of thing yeah well well, i was like waiting for something to happen but nothing ever did happen and so I just didn't understand, but yeah. so that was, I think it was just put in there because yeah. Disney probably wanted it in there, but I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I like, I think honestly, like when it comes to the books, um, I think some of the best books that I've read have been based around the prequel era, like around the, the, um, you know, the rise of the Republic and, and the, the Clone War and everything like those, are, those to me have been the most interesting books that I've ever read. Uh, I know Bryce really likes the, uh, he loves the X-Wing books like from the, like, I think they're, I forget when they take place. I think they're after episode six, possibly, or maybe uh, after episode four or something. I forget. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about like the era of like, of in, in book format that just kind of, I don't know. Hits a better tone with me. Yeah. Well, for me, I think the only Star Wars books I ever read were that one, uh, uh, the the other Battlefront one with Iden Versio, and then, that one was pretty good actually. Yeah, that one was a good one. And then um, Death Trooper. I think Death Trooper is the actual yeah. only, mm-hmm. other than like the comics you've had me read, Josh. That's the actual like book only book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. The other two I listened. Like the two Battlefront books I listened to in uh, on like audiobook, right? Yeah, I've yeah. I know for me, it's like books as well, like Darth Plagueis, like amazing book. Yeah, that um, one and Death Troopers, I think, are probably my favorites. To be honest, 
Oh, you like the Quake Death Troopers and, as well, hey? Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, dude, they did such a good job with the audiobook specifically. Like, it's so well done. Like, sound I actually haven't. I haven't read that one, uh, Death Troopers. I know. I know AJ liked it quite a bit. Oh, dude, it's great. It's it's like I, I really liked it because like it's still it, they do such a good job of like tying in stuff because like I don't want to spoil too much for you, Josh, but like. It's not like a super long book either, but like it ties in stuff where it like doesn't ruin like the rest of canon Star Wars, if that makes sense. Mm. Like I find that a lot yeah. where like they'll try to tie stuff in and it basically will just be like a total buzzkill of a book because you're like, well, right. none of this is canon, so it doesn't make sense. But it's like just enough yeah. that you're like, oh, that could kind of fit into the rest of Star Wars. That makes sense. Yeah. No, to this day, um, I think Darth Plagueis dark disciple and uh i actually i really like the original uh trilogy that took place right after return of the jedi like the original version oh the the thrawn the the thrawn trilogy yeah hmm. yeah the heir to the empire heir to the empire i almost said heir to the jedi i'm like that's wrong (laughs) no that's that's the luke's that's the luke skywalker book yeah the title's so similar yeah i know they're so similar yeah heir to the empire i like that one quite a lot it was kind of campy and there was some stuff in it that was cheesy like those lizards that could repel the force yeah it's still cool though all that new republic stuff is pretty good like i I remember enjoying all the new republic the new republic era was actually like really great establishing of that and they found yeah they they started the, the republic uh, they started taking Star Destroyers because uh, st- they took over, like, really replaced the Empire, right? But the Empire was still fighting them in these different, like, factions. This is actually really similar to how you see the Empire in in Mandalorian, which, like, they be- the, each Moff, or, like, leader of the section of the Empire, basically became, like, a warlord. Like, yeah. Like, hung- yeah. yeah, like the Huns, right? Yeah, and so they had like their own army, and they like they segregated from everything else in the galaxy, and they just kind of dominated themselves until the rebellion or the the new republic, the new republic, yeah, like moved in and yeah. reclaimed everything, and so and because the new republic was very like fresh, they didn't have any infrastructure. They were actually taking a lot of the imperial stuff and then trying to reuse it. So they had designs where like they took the star destroyers and they just kind of like rebuilt them. But they had them fly on like a different angle, so they'd be different. And like, mm-hmm. I think like they added like an additional huge wedge to the front, so they have like these this giant like hammerhead shape to them. But other than that, they're like star destroyers. It was pretty There's, cool. Uh, there, yeah. they have either. Have you uh, played through Star Wars Squadrons yet? Do you have it? I have not. I actually haven't played anything since the. I think a bit, a little bit of Battlefront Two, but I haven't really played many yeah. of the new games to be honest. Yeah, so they, they kind of set like a interesting precedent like for Squadrons. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they make a sequel to the game or not or whatever. But in the main story, they, there's like some interesting like uh, post uh, uh, like, yeah, like New Republic stuff or whatever that they're doing. Like it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yeah, it, the New Republic era it, has but... always been uh, been pretty awesome. Like I, I, I always remember really liking like all that stuff that came after, and even like Jason and Jaina Solo. And does yeah, um, does yeah. Rogue yeah. Squadron take place in the New Republic era, or is it in during the Galactic Civil War? I think it's during the Galactic Civil War. It's Galactic. It's yeah. early, right? Cause... Yeah. Yeah. 
Rogue. Uh, that's before New Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very small era. Like I think the window of time with like the original, tri- like the Rebellion stuff, is a very small uh, bracket of of like story, right? Because I think it only spans um, 10, 12 years, maybe. Right? In like proper combat, not just cells. Like, like, yeah. And like, in like, we have like the Rebel Alliance and then going forward. So like kind of the birth of like the rebellion. Um, I guess, I guess you could throw Star Wars Rebels like in that, in that, that category i guess so that's counting back like well, five, you, I think five years in, i think in the rebels tv show the alliance come together right yeah in it's the show, like you uh, see them become an official group and I that i through that, yeah and i think i think that happens like four it's like four years or something before um before a new hope so i think and then and then uh rogue one a new hope and then there's three years until empire so seven and then one year between five and six so eight so yeah so the whole like rebellion era like is less than 10 years yeah it's not for which is like it's super short that's a long time for a war if you want to think about it like that yeah it's it's a long time for like an ongoing war between yeah yeah but uh but yeah and I mean, it's longer than the Clone War, which only lasted three years, but... Um, a lot more happened. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot more happened. But if you also count the stuff around, like, the prequel movies, which span across, like, uh, 13... It's, like, 13 years, right? Uh, or something like that of, of, like, event. And then the stuff that happens before, uh, like, Darth Plagueis, like, it spans, like, what is it, like, 200 years or something like that? Like, all the way up until Phantom Menace, and then... That's how long. Because uh, Plagueis was a human, so is that why he was? Like, yeah, it's he's like an older guy. Yeah, um, it goes all the way from Darth Plagueis and his master, uh, all the way up until Plagueis and Sidious and Sidious and Maul kind of thing. Like it's this whole like lineage like throughout that book. It's awesome. Um, but then it's that, and then uh, the the Count Dooku book was pretty good too. I, I like I super I really enjoyed that one. Like, I guess Dooku the next Jedi. one of my reads as soon as I finish this next break. Yeah, Dooku Jedi Lost was fascinating, like, and I love Christopher Reeves, Lee's character. Like I think it's I think he's just legendary. So christopher um, lee like yeah christopher lee <laughs> christopher <laughs> reeve can you imagine like superman is count dooku <laughs> yeah right i was like yeah close but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Bra- brian johnston kind of <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's like knock it like b movie representatives <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah all right well just to cap this off here i mean <clears throat> episode five we all love it it's uh it's a classic movie yep um it's i would say i would say it's the most common to find at anyone's number ones list yeah i mean honestly this and probably new hope i would say probably most common yeah 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 for sure i think i'm in the minority with uh, return of the jedi being like my favorite of the original trilogy (laughs) (laughs) i think there is a definite group of people that grew up in the 90s that would agree with you yeah yeah i think so i think you're right yeah I don't know. I, I think what I love about that movie, though, is just how it ends. I think, but I mean, 
like we'll get the into why ending we'll, of all of them. It's like the we'll most get, depressing. Like everything has gone to hell. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. You know, no Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Oh, Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Oh, the, oh no, that's the, the. I love Revenge of the Sith because of the whole movie and the ending. But but um, but I love Return of the Jedi because of the ending specifically. Um, but I was gonna say that's that's more or less like ruined now with all the new movies. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> that was so like oh, everyone at once. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else can you say, man? What uh, else can you say? Oh, words won't uh, do uh, I know. Oh, All right. Well, I gotta, I gotta wrap it up here because I yeah, gotta, man. I gotta run something in my family's house. But uh, okay. Yeah, guys, it's been super fun. Yep. And um, I guess we'll, we'll do this next week if you want. On Monday. Sounds, Sounds good. good yeah. Gotta yeah. wrap up the uh, original trilogy here. Watch the last, yeah. uh, last Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in to Star Wars Escape Pod. I hope you've stuck with us all the way. And uh, I do hope that uh, if you are able to smash a five-star rating for us in your uh, Apple podcast, that would help us out a lot, as well as sharing this podcast with a friend, because uh, that is super helpful just to grow our audiences and uh, you know the listener base. But, uh, you know, let us know if there's anything more we can do to make this podcast an entertaining Star Wars podcast for you. And, uh, of course, you can do that by reaching us at our email, theescapepodoutlook.com, or uh, sending us a tweet at uh, Podcast. And uh, we also got the Twitter, uh, sorry, we got the Discord link uh, on our Twitter. And uh, you're very welcome to join our Discord uh, server, which uh, we use as both a tool for running the podcast and uh, there's some public channels open for uh, for everybody to enjoy, including a little area which has a Star Wars Central news area, just always getting uh, piped through with constant uh, RSS feeds, which is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, you're all welcome to join that. And uh, drop a voicemail at our SpeakPipe address because uh, we would love to hear your voice on the show as well. And uh, you can reach us at uh, speakpipe.com slash Star Wars Escape Pod. So that's a great way to leave a voicemail. And uh, there's plenty of other ways to get in touch with us. But, uh, you know, first and foremost is uh, thanks again for tuning in. And uh, may the Force be with you guys. We'll see you next week for Return of the Jedi.